Your time's running out, Stromberg. Yours too, Mr. Bond. Yours too. And faster than you think. Rogering with Roger. Roger Moore, that is. I'm Matt Durson. And I'm your host, John Hunt. To my left is special agent, secret agent number 009. <laughs> Honk. <laughs> That's my clown. <laughs> That's right. Go back Honk. to that. I like I'm glad. Thanks for taking the pressure off me because I was trying to work a Vin Diesel triple X joke, but I only just came oh. up with it a second ago and it wasn't going to be funny. And I'm super bummed I even mentioned it. Let's start <laughs> over then. <laughs> yeah. It's too late. Yeah. So we're going to talk about some, we did, you know, we did Craig, we did some, like, well, we did on our magic secret service, which is the one off, uh, you know, for um, Lazen B. Lloyd's and Jason B and L A Z Y and B. We 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 bounded through Brosnan, so uh Lampin' with Lazen B. Lampin' with Lazen B. And we're gonna Roger with Roger Moore. We're gonna Roger Moore. We're gonna, we're Roger gonna start Moore with, with Roger Moore. Start with Spy Who Loved Me, which was John's pick for this uh, this yeah, epic. There's no I, I was a little annoyed at first, but now I, I'm glad we I'm glad we we did it. I knew and you I, were going to be annoyed, which is why you know I had that feeling. But you just gotta because you have to be in a very particular mindset for Roger Moore James Bond movies. Yes, it's true. And that the first when I first pressed play on my I was like, oh, oh dear God, it's. Just, but anyway, first before we get into the movie, I want to talk a little bit about like. What's going on with the franchise here? The Saltzman, and you know, had to leave, and it was all. Well, he made a bunch of bad business uh, deals. Like he was like starting restaurants that weren't making money, and this and that. So he put up his portion of 007 up as collateral, and then when his businesses failed, the creditors came, and they're like, "Well, we can't. This this (laughs) this restaurant that failed isn't going to do us any good." So, um, I believe. Cubby Broccoli was trying to buy the other half of Bond from Saltzman, but instead he sold it to MGM, which just caused a lot of problems, you know? Mm. They had to work all that stuff out. And also, there's a whole backstory about Thunderball and the rights to that being kind of screwy with a guy named Kevin McClory, who had film rights after 10 years. And um, they were going to use Spectre in this movie and Blofeld. and And he also accused them of plagiarizing a script that he had done back whenever or something like that it was a fucking mess so it was the longest period up to that point between bond films which was only three years which now that's like nothing but back then it was a pretty bad pandemic yeah (laughs) 
Well, it was coming after the man with the golden gun, which was not which was, as profitable. Yeah, which was not as profitable. It was yeah. uh, not well received. Um, it like if you look at how much money it made adjusted for inflation, you're still like, it's not bad. But for a Bond film, they were like, oh boy, we need mm-hmm. to shake things up a little bit. Yeah, I think the pressure was on old Cubby to deliver. But also, so I read that this is a they, the title is based is from a Fleming novel, but the story is it, nothing. He didn't really like that book, apparently. Yeah, and you know what? I chose that. That was like one of the first Bond novels I read in middle school, and I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a book report on a James Bond book, and I made the mistake of doing the Spy Who Loved Me, and I was like, oh, <laughs> this is fucking painful. Like James Bond, if I recall correctly, I don't know. It's been a million years since I read it, but he's like not in it much. Hmm. It's like about a lady gets like knocked up or something yeah, it's almost like a that. side story but also yeah. follow up about the book he would not let them publish it in paperback until after he died that's how much he oh. didn't like it wow well i agree with him it was not good and <laughs> but it is a good yeah, name for a story it is sure and that was why he was like you could only use the title not not the story. And, and he said he didn't want any elements used except for that they did base Jaws a little bit after this character called Saul Horror in the book, who has kind of a kind of a Jaws like thing in his mouth. Hmm. So there you go. Oh, there you go. But they changed. I mean, Jaws is pretty cool. Jaws is pretty cool. Jaws is character. Yeah. But yeah, so this is the first time that ever happened, right? That they they just didn't really. Take yeah, anything jettisoned it. everything and yeah. started fresh. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, I'm going to go through. We got a little, I think the, they got a good basic gun barrel here. Apparently, this is the first time he was actually wearing a tux. That is correct. They had reshot gun this gun barrel because they switched aspect ratios. So they had to shoot a new gun barrel, which they used this one all the way until uh, View to a Kill in 85, which is very dated looking by the time. Yeah, he's wearing his big yeah, this... layered pants and 70s collar and stuff. And But, you know, this, I, yeah, I this is the best. I'd like to mention my just briefly how I feel about Roger Moore, because I confuse like the early 80s Dalton movies, like in my mind, because when these when this was on TV, I'm sure that I watched it, but I never really watched it until we did this show. And uh, I like confused. I was like, uh, "Is Live and Let Die like Timothy Dalton?" Like I get them all like mixed up. And like I always think that physically, Roger Moore looks a little like boxy or something. Like I don't think of him as like Daniel Craig or like Brosnan. Oh, you know, kind of like or even Dalton, like a little bit more like kind of like Snake Eyes. You know, a little <laughs> more spry or something like that. But uh, I really did like his performance in this. Is all I gotta say, because I haven't seen a Roger Moore movie in like a really long time. So, well, as a uh, as yeah. a kid, I didn't know there was anybody before Roger Moore. I thought he was always James Bond. Um, <laughs> much like that weird dummy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they, 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 they just get James, James. They Bond. just got James Bond to play him before yeah. Roger Moore came along. <laughs> <laughs> I I mean I think. I probably was. I remember seeing View to a Kill. Like I think I saw it like with my aunt in the theaters, and I just thought like, well, this is cool. I like Duran Duran, and um, yeah, this is a fun movie. But I, yeah, I didn't think much about other Bond movies. I knew it was like a thing, but that I was the thing. Ever... I thought that View to a Kill was a Timothy Dalton movie, but it certainly isn't. 
No, it's but I it's think more, it's Duran Duran in the eighties. We get a lot of seventies ties here. This is great. Yeah, there's a lot. Uh, this is seventy seven. Um, yeah, this is at the height of seventies. Yeah, looking like the seventies. Yeah, it definitely. The music is very seventies. Uh, it's kind score of score is by not not, not John, John Barry. Yeah. yeah, whatever his name. Marvin was. Hamlish. Oh, okay. <laughs> Does he talk like that, or you just? Marvin, I was trying to do Marvin Barry. Your cousin Marvin Hamlish. Yeah, no, he doesn't talk like that at all. But uh, Marvin Hamlish. He, uh, <laughs> Marvin Hamlish is like one of those guys that's won like I, I don't remember what it is. It's like an a, like a an Emmy, a Grammy, and a something else. And like he got yes Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony, Tony. Oscar. Yeah, that's yeah. There you is. go. I don't know if he's won all those, but that's pretty impressive. Yeah, no. I mean, it sounds like Boogie Oscar Nights. Tony is you know like, what I mean? like it's, <laughs> Well, he he said yeah. that he was taking the BG sound and applying it to Bond, which I wish he hadn't done, but uh, <laughs> he did. And that's what you got. So it doesn't hold. I mean, it it it's it's dated. I mean, what are you? Gonna are we do? talking it, Carly Simon, Simon? Or are we talking the? Oh no, we'll get to Carly uh, Simon. Don't no, worry. We're just no. talking the score, right? Just now. Talking the general score. But didn't oh, he write that too? He did. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. Hmm. Yes. Well, let's get to the the pre-credit, credit, pre-credit, sequence, pre-credit sequence, We're on the we're on the the submarine. Guys are sitting around doing a lot of work here. They're Did you notice chess. all the the porn hanging up? Yeah, on yeah. Nudity. <laughs> this on-screen nudity. Yeah, I gotta um, say, I'm psyched. I have a big TV, and it's I like it was like a 4K. Like restoration, which I, I've always been like, eh, I don't really care about watching old movies in 4K. Show me the new one. Show me the new, the new Shh. Star Wars in 4K. But this go see a Star Wars. Really good in 4K. It looks awesome. Well, that's do you. You really got to see those those pictures on the wall of the boobies. Got the bigger the titties. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. All right, so. They're uh, like suddenly things just start shaking. We don't really know what's going on. They they look out through the periscope and it's just like, my God, it's very mysterious. We don't even know what happened. But there's uh, boobs out there. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, there, then we see this KGB guy. He's gonna send in his best agent, Triple X, is her name. Well, we don't know it's her until because she's sleeping with this hairy back guy. He's He's, you know, I guess I'm not, I'm one to talk, but he does a hairy back. But uh, you, ca- I oh, think they kind of oh, set in you the, up. Uh, chalet. Yeah, they kind of set you up to think like, though, he's Agent Triple X. Oh no, it's the lady, Barbara Bach. Yeah, AKA Mrs. Ringo Starr. Peace oh, and a, love. He's been Peace married to her since 1981. They're still together. And Damn. I gonna, I mean, Good after all him. this, the get back things came out on TV. There were. Ringo would be like on Jimmy Kimmel, and I'd be like, "Jesus Christ, is that guy like 50? Because he, like, <laughs> I know he's a gazillion years old. Yeah, he, he looks. Yeah, he looks great for his age. I haven't oh, seen, seen a picture of her, but she probably looks great too. I guess she's in her seventies. She still looks good. I mean, for I mean, seventy something year old woman. I mean, she looks damn good. Get after nice. it. Yeah. Um, I would like to good point. Time. I, I, I didn't unmute myself, but um, the guy that was that everybody thought was Triple X. Um, the hairy, hairy back guy. 
Yeah, he was. He's the guy that screen tested the most for James Bond. Like he was gonna. Oh, interesting. He's gonna replace Roger Moore if he didn't come back for for your eyes only. He was also on this TV show that I love called UFO, which um, Derek Meddings did the miniature effects on that show, just like he did for this movie. Oh, how about that? And it's got the funkiest theme song of all time. UFO. Okay. Yeah, I highly recommend it. It's it's like it's like the best and worst theme song. It's, it's <laughs> really goofy, but it's so catchy too. Nice. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, and then they call in Bond, of course. And he's also sleeping with, with someone, and then they. I like the he's sort of. A, he's got his Seiko watch that spits out the yeah the, the little <laughs> maker. Yeah. I love those it, Dynamo labels. It, they. My dad had one like for the longest time, and then when I went to college, I was like bought my own and i felt so empowered it is pretty cool my brother had one when he got to college and he labeled everything around campus him and his roommates they were known as the campus labelers they would just put like statue like they would put things all over campus i thought i was the weird one that was excited about that no no you were like the weirder one yeah yeah he wins but i like that of course like the obvious uh, they say tell him to pull out because he's on a mission yeah, you know. yeah, mm-hmm. it's uh, it's Good almost jokes. like he did it on purpose. <laughs> like, you got, are, you, are we gonna talk about James Bond? Hold on, let me come up with a, you know, sort of some right. sort of like euphemism for sex. But I love at the very end of the movie they act surprised that he's sleeping with. Eh, oh whatever. yeah, so I guess M must have that. done it by accident. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, the watch thing where it's like just go to base or whatever. It's really. But then the the woman that he was sleeping with. She stooges him off, and she's like, he's on his way. Why didn't she kill him? <laughs> she was like the honey like, we got to do this whole big ski thing here. She's not know? the type. She's like, I, I'll, all right, I'll, I'll tell you where he is, and I'll have sex with him, but I'm not going to kill yeah. him. I'll let him. I'll let him suck my face off there. It looks like he's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, well, this is the big ski fight. The music uh, is very, the big 70s. You know, score is very prevalent here. It, this is this is Elder when we were watching this. She's like, "What's with this music?" Until it finally goes into the. And yeah. she's like, "Oh, okay, there we go, finally." They got it there. Was better. Sounds like background Charlie's shots Angel. of the skiing, like Ben was in um, on Her Majesty's Secret Service, but it only cuts Just away to barely. him doing it like on a blue screen, like. Once or twice, it's mostly the skiing guy. It's mostly yeah, which is uh, Willie Bogner does the the ski chase part, and uh, I think Hmm. it's David Sylvester does the jump. Oh, I I read somewhere now I've lost it. Well, uh, but yeah, it's a big jump. It was like a apparently it's like when Rick Sylvester. Yes, I just saw that in my notes. I had to keep scrolling down. Yeah, um, but that was like one of the biggest things ever they're one of the biggest stunts ever we should also note though before we get to the jump that he uses his ski pole as a gun and he shoots the hairy guy yeah agent harry agent harry (laughs) whatever his name was who cares he's dead but like it took me a while to figure that out i I was just like oh he shot a guy but then like why did they show him i mean they go and show his face but you you can't tell yeah and and that guy there got there fast yeah seriously Man, so whatever. Uh, but then, yeah, he jumps off the cliff. 
and he's falling and falling and falling for like miles. <laughs> it seems. Yeah, it's a really and then big he, jump. Yeah, and then there's a, par- a parachute comes out, and then we go into the, the song. Yeah, let's talk about this song. This is wait, like hold on. The... I have a little, I have a little background on the whole ski jump situation. Oh, please, please, I'm sorry. Um, yes. th- no, it's fine. They uh, apparently they were up there waiting it out because it was really windy, but. You know, we, they didn't have, they couldn't text each other or whatever. They would get like, these phone calls from the studio, and the studio would be like, So, how's it coming? They were like, It's cool, it's cool. Like, we're just waiting, we're just waiting. And then, like, Albert Broccoli started to say, like, You know, it, it, I don't want to kill this guy. Like, it's not worth someone's life. Like, if he's having second Yeah, thoughts they thought he was there, chickening out or something. Yeah. yeah and, he, and he's like, No, listen, Booby, I'm fine. <laughs> we're just waiting for the. We're waiting for the wind to die down. They were up there for like a few days, and like that cost the days. studio money. Yeah, ten days <laughs> every day. Wow, of like That's production crazy. costs, and then so they got some guy in a helicopter shooting it. They have like camera one. They had five cameras set up, but the main camera like kind of missed, like the one they were mm-hmm. like, we're gonna really use this main shot. But they ended up capturing it obviously for all the five different angles. So then he when he goes off the thing, and the ski pops off. I guess it like dangerously like it, it, it like hits the, the chute as it's the about chute to open in like a Whoa. way that could have been really bad if it just was a couple inches either way or something like could have ripped it or could have like got caught up in it or fucked it up like somehow. But I mean, thankfully he was fine. And then they right. decided to uh, have the Union Jack pop out as a parachute. And apparently the legend goes that it wasn't. This kind of introduced James Bond as like somebody from England to the world. Everybody cheered all around the world, like yeah, yeah, yeah. It, till then, it was like James Bond was like a British spy, but it wasn't like for England or for the Queen. But when they had the Union Jack, they were like it was a very like patriotic thing for them. Yeah, apparently even Prince Charles yeah got up and applauded, or whoever was the prince then. I guess it was Charles, <laughs> right? Prince. Yeah, it would have been. It would have been Prince Charles. Yeah, I don't really keep track of the royal family stuff, but yeah, apparently when he 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 was at a screening and he he liked that that bit, and that's why uh, it's such a big deal. Even like James Bond and like Daniel Craig did that Super Bowl stunt or whatever. But also like the Olympics, it is yeah. really important yeah. to you know that's their Captain America, I guess. Yeah, no, it's cool. He, they have their own they have their own hero, but. uh so that yeah, let's Carly Simon. Nobody does it better. This is a song that even if you've never seen this movie, you definitely know this song, right? Yeah, I mean, this is a, yeah, very, a million really... shampoo commercials or <laughs> all sorts of different products. You know, I they didn't all associate it with with James Bond at all until the other day when I was like, oh yeah, I know this really? song, but it's not when I think of Carly Simon, I don't think of this song. I, I mean, I don't know what else I would think of. I mean, is this the you're so vain? Oh, that's yeah. This is her. This yeah. I think that's the, her biggest song. This was her second biggest hit. Well, this this is the one I, I guess I would associate with her. But I and but you hear this on the radio, like you know, to this day. Yeah, the tampon commercials know. or whatever. Right, and of course, and like we get the uh, you know the, the the women dancing and and stuff. Yeah, Back in then, high it, resolution. Yeah, well, that you can see a whole lot more than I used it's, to when I watched it on a little TV on the, the VCR. You know? 
It's pretty obvious. I mean, they are naked women dancing around. One of them has a has like one of those cop hats. Yeah. It's, just, it's just kind of funny. The director yeah. even said he's like, we were really pushing it here, but because it was in silhouette, like we totally got away with this. But it was like the most like the most obvious boobies. I would yeah. I, I would like to uh, drop a little knowledge here that's uh, gonna might be humorous. Uh, Maurice Binder, <laughs> who was the title designer for all the Bond movies up until. License to Kill was shooting one of these title sequences, and uh, one of his lady uh, performers there had a rather uh, hairy private area. Nether regions. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, no, no, that was that was Mr. Harry. He, he was. Uh, they didn't. So uh, he uh, requested that she shave, mm-hmm. and she said no. So for the shoot. He was applying Vaseline to her nether regions to kind of keep everything in place down there so it didn't show on camera. Boy, they think that Joss Whedon was a... Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Which I he know, is. Don't that... get me wrong. Don't send us any letters. Joss Whedon is a jerk. But... Not that anyone's listening anyway. But, no, um, right. But back I then... reading that the... in a Starlog magazine back in like the 80s. I was like, wow, this guy's got Starlog. the greatest job ever, man. Yeah, putting Vaseline on a girl's... I wonder Harry. if he was humming the song to <laughs> Nobody does it quite as good. Anyway, yeah, I mean, there's, I don't know, it's, it's it's a different time, you know. Hey, a lot of jiggling in this opening. Uh... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> good stuff. If, if, I, had, if I had, had you know, there. 4K as a, as a 12-year-old, I would have been in heaven. But You would have been watching this movie over. Oh, like, we should uh, just watch the credits all the time. I think this, <laughs> this is well. I a lot like of these time songs. in the editing bay with the optical printer or something like that. Wow. <laughs> uh, took me a long time to appreciate this song, though. I didn't like it as a kid, but I like it now. It's 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 a good song. Well, it's iconic, it's really. You know what I mean? It's it's to me anyway. Maybe not to anyone else. I feel this, <laughs> as I, as iconic goes, I think this is probably Roger Moore's most iconic movie because it's got all, it's got this song it's got the union jack parachute and it's got jaws these are things that non-bond fans know mm. yeah all right so we're after the credits we got the kgb people they're talking to i i just couldn't always just call her triple x her it's anna anya anya i'm sorry what is her what is her actual last name does it matter i guess i don't remember ringo star Mrs. Ringo Starr. Barbara Anya Amasolva. Awesome. Uh, yeah, I can't even pronounce it. Anya Amasolva. Barbara Bach, yeah. So there's talk about, oh, you were quite close with that hairy back agent, weren't you? When, when, uh, suddenly they're British. We were doing <laughs> but, but, you know, so it's kind of brought up, like, maybe Bond killed him. And well, she, like, well, they don't say, like, she, right. she doesn't say to her. This is General Golgol. Uh, yeah when he tried to start uh google uh uh, but he comes back a bunch of a bunch of subsequent films walter gotell back as like he was also in much of love now like daniel craig kind of has the like sort of i guess you could say like the chronology like his character has an arc but i guess the other bonds kind of do too they have like recurring characters Yes. Yeah. Definitely. 
So yeah, it's kind of insinuated, you know. Oh, he like well, he, he sent, well, he tells her you're going to go on the submarine mission. Uh, right. Submarines are disappearing, and by the way, your boyfriend that you you know your hairy boyfriend got killed in a mission, and she said, well, let me know when you hear more, because I'd uh, you know I'd be interested in finding out yeah. who killed them. Yeah. Right. And anyway, at MI6, they have this sort of. Well, it's not an MI6. Thing. It's it's like they're at some oh, sort sorry. of military, uh, uh, like submarine thing, my jig. I guess you're right. Yeah, because Bond is in his navy. Yeah, and I'm gonna oh, say okay. I think out of all the actors that have played Bond in wearing the naval uniform, Roger Moore pulls it off the best. Yeah, I, I see that. He looks very sharp in it. Yeah. Also, sharp. I'd like to point out that uh, George Baker, who Mrs. Elder was calling George Bush, uh, was the <laughs> guy. Played Sir, he was Sir Hillary Bray in uh, Honor Majesty's Secret Service. That uh, oh, bonded interesting. You, you know, the, I would not Lord. normally remember something like that, but I recognize his face. That's so fucking cool. There you go. Yeah. Wow. And he was also an I Claudius. There you go. Yeah. And also, John, here, your as, friend um, John Hodgman has that I I Claudius. Uh, yeah, I know. With yeah. Elliot Kalen. <laughs> yeah. I like Elliot Kalen. He's funny. Uh, so, anyways, yeah, they're but they're kind of having the same type of meeting. It's like, oh, you gotta go find these subs and whatever. Yeah, they have they're this like, sort of... I, I, I like the fact that uh, at this part where they're like, oh, that means that someone can track our subs. So that'd be impossible. And then like Q photobombs them, where he's like, no, it's quite easy. And it's like, whoa, yeah. where'd you come from? Q just kind of explains the whole thing and makes them all look kind of stupid. But I, I, I think it's funny they have this like tube thing. It kind of looks like a penis enlarger. I don't know what that's all about. Like from Austin Powers, which is anyway, so, you know, whatever. But uh, yeah, Q gets all smarty pants, and they're like, "Oh, so you can track them? Well, people will pay big money for that technology." And that's kind of um, go. You got to go and like, find out, you know, some information on it. Whatever they send Bond, um, and then we meet Stromberg. Carl Jurgens is or it's, it's Kurt 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 Kurt. Kurt. I'm sorry. Yeah. Kurt. Yeah, but the J is silent. Yeah, it's like in swimming. Like That's Yogi. Might be Yogi. <laughs> silent J. Anyway, Kurt, which is a funny name, but he's got he's got these web. He's like he's like the penguin. What's going on with this guy? Yeah. Uh, if you're not looking for it, you really don't notice the webbed hands that, that well. Yeah. So he's got like. Kind of, he, he's actually kind of a typical Bond villain, sitting behind the desk pressing buttons. And... Yeah, he's always eating. <laughs> he, you know, he's always sitting around eating. So it's a, like also the two scientists. He's like, guys, you did great work. Thanks for it all. One of them looks yeah. like Roy Disney. Um, oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> the guy with the little mustache looked like uh, you know Walt Disney's brother. Yeah, they're uh, kind of goofy guys. So first he like he he, he thinks his girlfriend betrayed him, or this girl who I guess. Well, yeah, he's he's yeah. like uh, I got some business to discuss, lady, with the yeah. strangest hairdo ever. Step into the <laughs> elevator and leave, you know. Yeah. And she does, and the elevator floor gives way, and she goes down this little tube into a shark tank. Yeah. Every Bond villain needs a shark tank and uh, gets eaten by this. I was like, boy, I wouldn't do that stunt. Even though it looks like the shark they have in it is fairly drugged up. I don't know if I'd want to yeah, do that. Yeah, it was a real shark. That's fucked up. Yeah, yeah. It kind of uh, looks it, like, it, it, speaking of like the hairy area that we were talking about earlier, it kind of looks like it's biting her 
down there. I thought you guys were gonna call me out on it for being a pervert. Nope. No, we gotta, no, no, I think what the they're facts. doing is like they had the shark drugged and they just got guys off screen just like pushing it at her, and that just happens to be where it goes. Right, I don't think it was intentional. You pervs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you Maybe it's like, about how they I got like the the down in her area. I like the Vaseline dates. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, he also blows up the two nerdy guys. Yeah, he's like, okay, thanks for everything. We're going to give you $10 million. Bye. And they take off in this helicopter, and then he presses a button, and then they blow up. We're, there are some great miniature effects here where his his base comes out of the water. There's some uh, matte paintings, uh, some foreground that, miniature stuff. It, yeah. uh, it all really works well. Like, the effects and even work like in this the movie, aquarium like, green screen looks cool. Yeah, even yeah. yeah, that doesn't stick out badly. Not like Bond skiing. <laughs> I love some of those shots of Roger Moore. Yeah, or not Roger Moore. Roger well, Less. Not, Roger Moore. James Best. Roger Less. <laughs> so anyway, then he sends Jaws and is this guy's name Sandor? Like the Sandor, guy from, like in Star Blazers. Like Star Blazers. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. And then if, Dr. If, Sane if, also. <laughs> Dr. Sane. Dr. Mm, Sane. Wild star. If if there was such a if like if you took Dom DeLuise, uh, not Dom DeLuise, uh Don Rickles, rather. Don Rickles, and, like, yeah, yeah, and yeah. like a safe and combine them in a transporter accident, you'd get this guy Sandor. He looks like Don Rickles <laughs> had sex with a safe. It's <laughs> a baby. Yeah, wouldn't you be like, okay, you're my top guy? Uh uh, I don't know how much you can accomplish out there, but uh, yeah, this guy is like six too. foot two, and then Jaws steps next to him, who's like nineteen feet tall. And you're like, <laughs> yeah. why do you get the short guy? Just use why the tall. I just, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't just say Jaws. I heard seven two, and then somebody else said seven four. So I don't know who to believe. Wow, well, it's pretty tall. Two, two inches in this case, you know. Both know. either way, he stands well taller than any of us, except that's, maybe that's right. Even and even. Or He's even taller than Josh. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking like I was getting him a little confused with the guy that plays uh, Zod in. Uh, I have my picture taken with him. Not Zod's like henchman in Superman. Oh, what's that guy's name? Not Don? non, but yeah, I don't remember his name. But... Which henchman are we talking about? From which Superman? From Man of Steel, original, right? No, no, original oh. Superman. Oh, that's Jack O'Halloran. Yeah, yeah, local oh. guy, I think. Oh, how about that? Uh, so he's in Egypt. Bond is in Egypt now, and he's he's all dressed in his, you know, he's got his little Egyptian outfit on. It's quite, it's everybody wears like the turban and everything, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, whatever. So he's got a, you know, he's got an informant there. He's like, well, yeah, I give you and this guy Fakesh. Yeah, he's got to go meet Fakesh. Yeah. He's, he's like, like yeah, but uh, do that tomorrow. Would you yeah. like a lady? And he's like, no, I got to go. And he's like, are you sure? And then a lady comes over and gives him a flower. He's like, no, I'm not sure. Actually, I'll stick with it. When in Egypt. Yeah, one must delve into its treasures. Yeah. Woman. So meanwhile, he goes to Fakesh's, like, I guess, apartment. There's some there's... great, there's great shots here of him, uh, you know, walking around Egypt. Uh, they're, they're, well-staged shots, I would say. Oh, apparently there was a representative from the Egyptian government on the set at all times. And 
So making sure they didn't portray the, you know, Egypt as kind of like a, you know, they made sure they portrayed it in a, a positive light. They did the same thing for um, yeah. Spectre in Mexico. That's right. That's right. I think Mexican government gave them like a ton of money, apparently. To, to, that's right, too. But anyway, so, yeah, he goes to the apartment. You see, we know it's him because he has like a picture of himself. Uh, like yeah, he's, just, he's like, here's my headshot. I just yeah. put on the on the table here in the living room. <laughs> <laughs> I say he so, looked like um, the Egyptian welcome back Carter. Yeah, he kind of does. That mustache is very seventies. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, maybe uh, with like a hint of Gene Shalit in there. <laughs> Without the poofy. Without the glasses. <laughs> um, like there's these close-ups of eyes. I love it. It's like just the same shot of these eyes through this thing. Man in the Iron Mask. Yeah, that's kind of what it looks like. So there's a girl there waiting for him, saying, "Oh, he's. I'm told to, you know, give you anything you want while you wait for him or whatever." Fakesh is not there, but she's, you know. So meanwhile, like, he starts to kind of go for it, even though he knows it's an obvious trap. But he's kind of yeah, like, well, well. I might as well. I mean, I know it's not, you know, I know what she's up to, but I'm yeah. still going to get a little it. something, something yeah. extra to go with my it's, jello pudding. It's only been since last night since I got some. <laughs> and that, yeah, and that girl betrayed me. So, but then, like, he uses her as a shield when the person who's been watching him yeah. takes a shot at him so. it's kind of weird it's like the, is she <laughs> is she like when she screams when she sees sandor about to shoot it's like does she is she like no don't shoot bond or she's like i didn't know you were got you were here and you were going to shoot us yeah I didn't, but regardless yeah, that was one matter. of the things she gets killed yeah in like the youtube videos you can watch about this like they were like nobody knows what's really to make of this scene like what is she doing is she a body is she surprised? like what is going on there did she know that like he might do that? I don't know. Yeah. It doesn't matter, like you said, because she's dead. She's dead, she's dead, 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 dead. So then we have a chase. Uh, you know, and then they get up. Him and Sander are on the roof. It's kind of a uh, a funny fight here. It's a very seventies fight. It's like T.J. Hooker or something, which actually was the eighties, I guess. But, yeah. but at one point he kicks him right in the butt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is, I'm going to say, this is probably the best it gets for Roger Moore fight scenes, you know? Really? Uh, yeah. I, he's always sort of awkward in his fight scenes. Um, here and there you get when you're like, wow, that was really physical and that was pretty good. But um, in the commentary, they keep pointing out whenever there's a double. <laughs> I'm like, oh boy, stop doing that. <laughs> yeah, I just want to, you know, submerge myself in the, uh, submerge myself. In the, oh, well. You can also see... Um, people on the roofs uh, of nearby watching the filming oh or and watching sort of, the fight yeah They're and they like, come hey, and go look at that those guys are fighting depending on the shot they'll be either there and then like they'll cut back to that angle which they must have shot on a different day and they're not there yeah <laughs> so after all this sander starts to fall off and he grabs bond's tie i don't know physically i feel like uh, yeah, I don't know. No, this isn't this isn't really going to work. He would probably just pull right. him with him. He but would pull him right cool. off. Yeah, the I was roof. thinking yeah. the physics are all messed up on that. There's no way. Yeah. <laughs> but Moore stands there like, like, and that tie is holding, holding this fat this man, fat guy. Yeah, this safe man. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, "Where is Fakesh?" And he's like, "Ah, where is Fakesh?" Pyramids, and then Bond just like pulls yeah, the tie slaps, out of his slaps the tie, <laughs> and he goes falling off the side and dies. 
just what a helpful chap. Yeah, puts his tie back and boom. I love it's it. Just like scene. pyramids. Like that's all he. That's yeah, all he says. <laughs> you really meant Inca pyramids. Like you really yeah. narrowed it down for me. Thanks. Sandor. Egypt. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> I'll find this guy. But he does. He goes like um you, it, he goes I, to I don't know if you pyramids. the the really weird mat shot here, like the mat painting here, where he's walking down and there's a crowd in the off Ooh. to his right as he's walking down this path. That's a mat painting oh. of, of a crowd with like little holes cut out in the painting so that people could move their hands. If you go back and watch it, it's really weird looking once you know. Wow. Okay. It is. I, I was watching the commentary and they said something about me. I wasn't paying attention. To, I, I assumed they were talking about something in the background, not the people. The, yeah, it's the people in this shot. And then and then they they the pyramids and stuff are all done as like a as a separate element. Like it's like models of pyramids that they lit and then composited it. But they also were at that, um, whatever they call it, like the cinema in the light. Yeah. They were at yeah. one of those performances, too, filming that. So I don't know why they couldn't just make it all work together. Uh, I, I think they just couldn't get the, the lighting correct on the pyramids. and the, Or the pyramids aren't really, they don't look like that in real life. And they want needed something more dramatic. I don't know. Oh, who knows? But speaking yeah. of bad music, this whole part where they're like, where they're doing <laughs> that narration for the thing, I guess that's like the real thing that they would say there, and that was all like accurate to the time apparently. But oh, it's, hmm. it's but cool shots of Jaws being like the the lighting on him and and the pyramids in the background. That's pretty fucking cool. Well, yeah, Fakesh is there sitting next to Anya. Yes, and he gets up and just runs away. Well, because he sees Jaws. Right. And um, who wouldn't, right? Right. <laughs> They're always at, like, these big things, too, like uh, Tomorrow Never Dies or... Fuck right. What is... Oh, it's even... Yeah, Inspector, too, when they're, like, at some big grand party. The and all these Day of the Dead thing or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the so, opera. Right, right. Yeah. And, I mean, that's good. It's cool, but at the, like, I didn't... Know that this was actually when I first saw, I was like, "Well, what's going on here? Like, what are all these people doing?" <laughs> you know, but yeah, I assumed. So, anyways, yeah, like you know, Jaws follows him. He, he, you know, their Bond follows both of them, and uh, eventually they go into the pyramid. Jaws is there. He bites through the Fakesh's neck. Just, well, he first of all, like Fakesh runs, and Bond follows. Uh, yeah. it follows him in Jaws, and then he he like locks a lock, and that's when you'd see Jaws biting through the right, the right, right. Which apparently in real life was made out of licorice. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's pretty good. Good for him. He got to the have a little snack. Funny thing. He kept asking for extra takes. He really liked licorice. <laughs> <laughs> or he'd be like, "Let's not do this anymore." Ugh, black licorice. I'm getting, Yeah, I know black. Uh, licorice. Oh, and apparently that having that thing in his mouth, which I can sympathize like really he could only have it in there for like 30 seconds so like his stunt double had like an orange with um some tinfoil on it and stuff like that they tried to fake it as best they could <laughs> that's like the best an, an orange, orange with tinfoil. Tinfoil. <laughs> apparently that was designed by stanley kubrick's 
is it daughter-in-law? Or let me find my notes here. I'm, I was going to save that for later, but I might as well do I it now. It's his daughter. His daughter, yeah. Katharina Kubrick, mm -hmm. his stepdaughter. Let's, let's just say, not to be, you know. But yeah, yeah that, she that, designed it. It counts. It's weird to be it weird counts. about stepdaughters, and daughters, <laughs> but uh, he didn't but, uh, actually yeah. father her. But yeah, no, who cares? You're right. uh, but uh, but yeah, also you know, it probably would get to it later. But yeah, Kubrick was brought in because this guy, the director of photography, was uh, Claude Renoir, grandson yeah. of the famous painter. Crazy. Yeah, was losing wow. his sight, and uh, a lot of famous in people involved in this. Stanley Kubrick to help light the set because uh, production designer uh, Ken Adam worked uh, with Kubrick on um, uh, Doctor Strangelove. Hmm. So, about yeah. that. So yeah, this guy was like losing his eyesight, and he couldn't light the. Kubrick's the, the guy. The, He's like yeah. a, a crazy person about that shit. But he was like uncredited. He was like, only if I can do it in secret. Yeah, they, he. No, it wasn't revealed that. That he did that until after his death. Which, a weirdo. Like, who cares anymore at that point? You know. Yeah, it was kind of like Ian Fleming. Kind of like Ian Fleming saying, yeah. "Don't publish this until I'm dead," because at that point, who cares? Anyway, Jaws does kill Fakesh. There's no like blood he gets or anything. Microfilm from him, right? Yes. Or no, no, that's no, that's that's in the scene coming up. Right. He gets it from the other dude. Never mind. No, no, yes, but it's very similar, so I can see. Uh, how you would feel it. Um, so anyway, where, where am I here? Yeah, so there's this kind of weird scene where where Bond, they, they go outside and Bond is there. He's got a gun on Jaws. The lights go out and then come back on and Jaws is gone. It's kind of like, how does this guy hide? Because he's so big, he could jump really far because he's got long legs. I guess that's it. He's like the Hulk. He just <laughs> stepped. Speaking of the Hulk, he was actually initially cast as the Hulk in really? the TV show. And they started shooting with him. They're like, this isn't working. And he was replaced with Lou Ferrigno. So there you go. Oh, wow. wow. Oh, interesting. I didn't even know that when I made that. Oh, there you go. A little knowledge for you. Drop. Yeah. Right on you. So meanwhile, um, Anya is also kind of watching along uh, here as well. But anyway, Bond goes in. He finds the dead Fakesh. And he does find his date book or whatever that thing is. You know, his little log book. He's like, oh, date book. And that's like, that's it. He doesn't find anything else on him that's of any use. I guess not, but he's got a meeting with Max Kalba tomorrow at 940 or whatever day it is. I guess it's tomorrow, right? Sure. Sure. But then he comes out and Anya's like, where is Fakesh? And he says, with the pharaohs, which I thought was a good line, actually. Yeah, nice. Nice one, Bond. And then some guys just come out of nowhere and he just beats them up. <laughs> like, who are these guys? I'm sure they were with her. Oh, all right. Yeah, that's what I figured. They were they were Russian. I guess. I don't, I don't, I don't know why she doesn't have them around her for the rest of the time. I guess because uh -oh. they're all beat up. They're either like, yeah. forget She's this. She's like, you guys are useless. Get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here. So then he's at the bar in his 70s tuxedo with the giant collar. Oh, and the, yeah, the that collar pants. is like, there's a lot of collar going on there. <laughs> this is not the kind of look you're looking for, John, when you're... No, uh, when I'm I'm trying yeah. to be more like Bond, it's not Roger yeah, Moore 70s. Yeah, it's not 1977, no. Roger Moore. So they're at this bar, this place where he's supposed to meet Max Calva. And yeah, Triple X is there. Anya is there, and she's wearing her dress is a little more uh, 
not as yeah, dated. Now that I would still wear, but uh, <laughs> I guess they specially, obviously, they would do that. But they specially designed it for her because they knew that she was going to be wearing it pretty much for the rest of the movie for like a long part. Uh, so yeah, they made it. Uh, but they made it look very nice. Where's it? Well, very proud of it. She does wear it well, yeah. So they know each other. They 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 get to the history, and then uh, I like so she mentions the dead wife. Yeah, um, and he and gets very by, by more here too. But he, yeah, I like when he'll play something serious rather than with a smirk and an eyebrow raise, you know, because mm. he can Which do it ninety percent of the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, this kind of they they were saying too, like this is more of a Roger Moore. Bonds, like they did have him do his jokes and stuff, and I think to great effect. Yeah, he does the jokes well, but it's good when he plays. Yeah, I I agree. It's good he plays it serious sometimes. Yeah, he cuts her off and just kind of leaves, like you know, because he's got his he's got his nine forty meeting. So that Calba, he meets this guy Calba, and he has the microfilm, as you pointed out, John. They both are there. She's like, oh, you forgot your drink. He's like, no. son of a... And he's like, oh, well, the lady gets first yeah. bidding because she's hot and you're not. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> when is the whirling dervish? You're boxy. Is <laughs> the whirling dervish who's have nothing on you. That's in the scene, right? <laughs> I have nothing on you. Uh, so, yeah, they both want to buy it. But anyway, so he leaves and this guy gets the same... Or something, right? The guy's like, hey, you've got an important call. Yeah. And uh, meanwhile, there's a telephone repairman sitting outside the, the little phone booth thing that he goes into, and it's Jaws! Yeah. He eats him, basically, takes the microfilm. I, I think Bond shows up a couple minutes later after he's already dead, and then he puts the out-of-order sign in the guy's dead body. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Like, what the hell is that? <laughs> I mean, it's funny, but like, was this guy like a bad guy? Well, you don't know anything about this guy. Well, I guess I he seemed a little slimy. <laughs> I guess he does. Bond's deserve. like, Bond's like, this is this is for making me compete for the goddamn microfilm. Boom. Right. So Bond and Anya jump in the back of Jaws's van as 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 you said, he's posing as like a telephone repairman. Uh, they go to these ruins, and like they, they follow him through the ruins. He, he he disappears again. I don't know how this guy does it. Like, how does he hide? He's you know, he's there's like. There's like one shot where they show him like way up on some like scaffolding or something. He's doing this yeah. like weird like shuffle thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's above them. She sees his yeah. shadow and like he's about to throw some shit on them and like whatever. I, I guess we should point out that uh, yeah, like Bond and Anya are kind of reluctantly, you know, uh, working together here. At one point when they got out of the van, uh, more. Uh, more of well he is more but bond took the keys you know and sort of a typical bond thing it's all very fluffy and light and fun but uh anyway you know fighting with jaws and he like you know like she tries to get the microfilm and she's you know got him at gunpoint whatever and this whole it's all big fight yeah but she eventually the microfilm he, and uh yeah. runs off to the van and then bond and Jaws keep, I, I don't know, but James Bond does this a lot, fighting Jaws, punches him in the mouth, and then is like, ow, my hand. It yeah, happens. I would fight him in the mouth. <laughs> yeah. That's Kick like him Batman in the mouth! He's smart enough to grab the keys, but not smart enough to not punch him in the mouth. <laughs> the place where he has a big metal thing. Yeah. 
Jaws eventually knocks the whole thing down on himself by hitting like one of the the support beams or whatever. And then he he also picks up a giant rock and then drops it on his foot. And he's all like, ooh, it's like uh, very. Yeah. It looks like he's from Harry and the Hendersons or something. That's just so goofy. <laughs> I mean, he's like so menacing, and then all of a sudden he's this big dopey goof. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, they they get in the van, and she can't drive a stick. She's the best Russian Russian agent in the apparently. She's the best they got, and she doesn't know how to drive. And he's he's giving her shit about it. He didn't whatever. know as Jaws either. is tearing the car apart. The, the yeah, van, meanwhile with he's his like bare hands, physically just pulling the van apart. And Bond's <laughs> like, oh yeah, women can't drive. Oh, they are making a lot of noise. Like, don't you know another tune? Because he's like, yeah. she's like stripping a transmission. But right. I guess she didn't actually know how to drive a stick either. That would have been me. And I'll be like, That's true. Your face, James. But she does do like the quiet you kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> and the time. But that... I know, I did read that. She literally doesn't know. A lot of those lines were unscripted. But, um, okay, Jaws pulls the like sardine can of the <laughs> car up, right? He has plenty of time to reach in there and just, like, start punching them or grabbing them or something. But he decides to, oh, go around the other part of the car. (laughs) Yeah, he just, he's like, this is fun. I kind of like ripping up a van. I didn't know I could do this. like when you start picking on some wallpaper or something. You're like, oh, oh, it's fun. I need a little bit more. A little bit more. Meanwhile, yeah, like, they, you know, eventually they drive away. In the beat up, yeah, van. that's when he drops the rock on his foot after they drive away. Right, right, right. Yeah. I, I, that's true. But the van doesn't make it. The van. Know. This part is weird. Like all of a sudden, it's like like this circusy clown music of like. The, yeah, the I was band. thinking about that. Like, like, I was going to mention like, the goofy this is music. Very, very strange music to have in this at this part. Then followed yeah. up by after they get out of the, the actually the the shot of Moore when he smiles and they do like a little like music sting to his smirk is is pretty funny you know but then they then they're like the car's broken down and they start walking and then they start playing the lawrence of arabia music yeah it's very it's like it's like typical desert music it's like every movie that's had people walking through desert has riffed that music i feel like they did it like space balls i feel like (laughs) the mummy and then they eventually they they get on a boat they must be at the, the the nile right i don't know there's not a lot of water yeah. in Egypt. And they're like, oh, he'll take us to Cairo. Euphrates. Oh, okay. I, I, yeah, I remember that from the history. I don't know, dude. <laughs> I think that's in, I don't know, wherever. They get some water. This boat's going to take him to Cairo. And Bond has a little, like... Yeah, he's got, like, a... Like a little viewmaster thing. case or something. Yeah. And then he turns into a yeah, viewmaster and looks at the microfilm. Mm-hmm. And she's like, uh, oh, um, you know, in Russia, we were, this is how we were taught survival skills, shared bodily warmth. And he's right. like, I, I like oh, that. It's cold. Yeah. She says, yeah. It gets, it's nighttime. And she's like, oh, I'm cold. And she's wearing her little slinky dress. So yeah. he's like, oh, well, what else did they teach you? And she's like, uh, blowing gas cigarettes in your face, you perv, yeah. and knock them out. I think that they should have more women should use those more often. I think they, they should, should be a real thing. Yeah. 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 That's like be all thing. three of us would have been hit with those at some point. Yeah, oh, I would have. <laughs> oh, yeah. In my single days, it was it wouldn't have been good. And he, so he wakes up. Oh, so, you know, he wakes up. He, he's like, where's the girl? And he looks, he checks his pocket. Yeah, the, the next day, they're docked. 
Yeah. It's been a long time. <laughs> a long time. He was out a long time. Yeah. She took the microfilm and um so he goes to this little like makeshift HQ that they got there, and the KGB guy's there, and Trip uh, Anya's there, and it's like, oh, we're all working together. Yeah, and M is there. They um, yeah, uh, Gogol refers to him by his actual name there. Oh, I, I guess as, as Miles. Miles, interesting. Yeah. But Bond reveals that the he looks at the Stanley Miles. Sorry, Stanley. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Bond says the microfilm is useless, but maybe Q's got some ideas. Q All happens right, to be there Q. too. Yeah. So they see, they they look at it. They 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 see the little uh, emblem for Stromberg Laboratory. This so is they, where Bond and Anya are trying to one up each other. He's like, that's that's laboratory, and she uh, or <laughs> is that right. what it's like? Yeah, and she's like, they no. think it's like oratory, yeah. or whatever. Like, yeah. and she's like, no, it's it's Stromberg. You dumb, you dumb shit. And he's like, oh, Stromberg is this this, and here's where his place is. And she's like, actually, and M's like, nice Bond. And then she's like, actually, it's here. And he's like, triple X, you're so good. You two should work together. It's Sardinia is that the yeah place? yeah which. Sardinia. If you're taking, it's an island, apparently. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they take a train. Take a train. <laughs> <laughs> take a train. Great to, job. To an island. Yeah. And meanwhile, Q just shows up. Like, what the? Like, all right. Well, well, well I, I got ahead of myself because they have a yeah, big claim. Must be excited. Whole it's, it's a train. Oh, yeah. You like the train? I was excited train, yeah. also about the old '70s video projector that was like the size of my desk. And he wasn't even using it for video. He was just showing a slide. I know. One slide of this microfilm. So anyways, Bond and Anya are on the train. She's like, thank you for dinner. And then they get yeah, all like Temple of Doom here. That's what I was thinking, too. Yeah, yeah, it's very Temple of Doom on a train. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, I'm going to be in this room. You're yeah. going to be in that room. And, you and know, I'm going to come in this room. She's yeah. like, mm, yeah, I've got a lot of sleep to get, though. So he's like, I okay, but. He's like, I got champagne. She's like, I do like champagne. And they just play hard to get with each other until she's like, like, I have a massive penis. And she's like, I have a big Vaseline covered area. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, well, I've got a hairy back. (laughs) (laughs) Roger Moore is very smooth. She might not be into him. I know. Maybe it's right. It's true. It is very Temple of Doom because she opens a closet and Jaws is hiding in there. How does this guy do it? Yeah, <laughs> he's a very stealthy 80-foot man, you know? He's like, thank <laughs> God you quiet. finally opened this damn closet. I got this fucking yeah. crick in my neck for the last four hours of standing here waiting for you to open the door. <laughs> he was like actually I, literally jammed in there. That's why he didn't attack her earlier when he yeah, had a chance. He had to wait till the door yeah. opened. He was like, <gasps> oh, Jesus. But I mean, come on, he watched her get changed into that slinky little oh, Absolutely. Gown. Wouldn't you, if you were him and you were jammed into a closet and had nothing else to do? Yeah, he's do trying it anyway. to make noise yeah. with the pretzels he's eating. <laughs> His metal teeth. <laughs> yeah. All that licorice. Yeah. The licorice he's like slurping down. <laughs> so he's like, you know, he starts to beat her up, whatever. Bond hears her, comes in, he hits him with the the, the champagne bottle. So there goes that, there goes that trick. Good Bollinger. Yeah, uh, you know they they fight. It's very much like the Batista, you know, the it, day Batista it, yeah, fight. Yeah, but also 
Roger Moore had a train fight in Live and Let Die, and then there's the famous train fight from from Russia with Love. So yeah, there's the history of good train fights yeah. in Bond movies. This was a good one. I know. It was. Yeah. <laughs> it was all right. Apparently, Richard Keel. Well, Richard Keel couldn't actually lift him up, so they had like Roger Moore and like a pulley that they were like, you know. The one thing that I critique is I don't even know if it's a critique, but when he has his hand on his face and Roger Moore's eyes are like wicked bugged out, I was like, this kind of looks like not good. Like, <laughs> like you wouldn't really make that face in a fight. You know what I mean? Well, but would if, had a, a, if you a had like an eight foot guy choking you, I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? It, I mean, I think they sell it pretty well that Roger, I mean, that, um, that Roger Moore could. is not a small man. He's like 6'2 or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, the fact that he looks tiny next to this guy, I think, is. Says yeah, I think he, they sell it pretty good that this guy could squish his head with his bare hands, I feel yeah. like. You know, like, I'm squishing your head. But he would really <laughs> do it. <laughs> but I think, like, you know, the lamp thing is a little goofy because it takes too long. That's the that's the only my only real problem with the lamp thing is that it's like okay okay and Jaws just kind of stands there while he like jabs the lamp into his his mouth and it electrocutes his metal or licorice teeth. His <laughs> orange tinfoil covered mouth. <laughs> but but also I guess we're used to like modern fight scenes. You know what I mean? Right. Like it was probably at the time it was probably like oh like, stop that stop. green fight you know. Yeah, you know, going out to their Camaros, smoking a joint. You said train fight when I you get the lamp in his you mouth. You could still do that because they still make Camaros, and and now you could. It's joints. legal. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, so. you don't even have to hide. They're yeah. still they're still rolling joints, I guess. I guess so maybe you have edibles. Anyway, they yeah. kicks him out the window. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently that was like a real plate glass window. It wasn't what? like yeah, like they're like. Oh my okay, god! I could be mixing it up with something else. That's insane. But I might not be. He went teeth first, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. But um, they had, uh, I believe, uh, the, you know, a stunt man that was about five four jumping through the window. <laughs> <laughs> like, but but also Ray O'Hare. Like, yeah. We're, you're always used to seeing it like. I don't know, the Dave Bautista style or like Winter Soldier style where like the person is thrown out of the train and then, you know, like, bye. You know, the, right. No way anyone survived that. Yeah, no, Jaws just, just is, like wipes off his jacket. I love it. Like, yeah, he dusts himself off. He's just like, Mur. oh, man. <laughs> Why was he the... like Herman Munster in the 80s? Should have been. I guess they hadn't. I don't know. I mean, he didn't feel like it. He's like, man, I was Jaws. That's a yeah, great well, you job. Know, you know, it's a great that. job. Uh, you know, he was his. Uh, he was. You were talking about Adam Sandler earlier before the show, and he was in Happy Gilmore. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, he, he had quite a career. I mean, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, the famous mystery science theater, Ega, Watch Out for Snakes episode, which they did the Watch Out for Snakes tour, the live <laughs> tour, which he was in that movie. He was Ega. Nice. Nice. Yeah, and on an episode of the Monkeys, where he was hey. like the Frankenstein monster, where they downloaded all the monkeys' ability no, to play see, music into him. See, so. I called it. I called it. Yeah. Go back and listen to our Mike Nesbitt episode. Yeah. Go. Christ, don't wait. So, um, you know, 
then she's like, oh, you saved my life. And this is a part of the movie. I'm just going to, I mean, I know that whatever, it's the 70s. But, like, she's supposed to be Russia's best agent. And then, but through the whole middle of, in fact, the rest of the movie, she's pretty much just like, James! You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm not going to argue with you on that. (laughs) They're supposed to be like, Bond and her equals. But they're really not. Yeah. I thought she was pretty badass. I like her. Don't no, get. I wrong, like her, but, but she's. I mean, she's not like Michelle Yeoh or whatever from like right. Tarnow, who can actually fight. But like, I don't know, whatever. I mean, it's the seventies, like I said. It's the style. Probably given her right. more agency than anyone else. I mean, usually just the girls weren't really like a partner, really. Either right. Like a up to this point, it was probably very one-sided. But so she does be like, "Oh, let me help you. Let me, you know." And then anyway, they do it. Yeah, they get it on. Meanwhile, her her boyfriend, Mr. Harryback, died three weeks ago. Yeah, oh, that's see hey, Roger Moore, man. He's got uh, he's got this. He's got the charm. He's got the stuff. Yeah. He's got the style, and so then they pull up uh, in a like. Is this where they're in like a horse drawn carriage or something at this point? Yeah, like, it's yeah, very this bizarre. Is a weird thing. <laughs> they got <laughs> off the but, train, and they're and like, Q is on a boat. Q gets yeah. on a boat. I like. Which Why do also, they take the boat with Q? What were they doing yeah. on this train the whole time? Also, Anya refers to Q by his actual name here, where she's like, uh, right. Major Boothroyd. Oh, I thought that's what you were talking about before. So twice they did it. In the... mm-hmm. Wow. And he's got the Lotus Esprit. Wait, can I just say Please. how amazing she looks in this scene? I like this blue dress on her. And I said to Mrs. Elder, I was like, you could wear something like that. I really like that dress. I think that would look great on you. Hmm. Is this the like, scene with the hat? No, the hat is the next. Yeah, I thought no, you were going to say. That's when they go on the, on the boat. Right. Yeah, right. That, I thought that, you were going to say to Mrs. Doesn't... Elder, that, that dress would look great on me, just like her other dress. It's yeah, right. It yeah, all dresses. <laughs> all these, all her entire wardrobe would look great on me. You should dress more like Roger Moore. I was yeah. like, you look great <laughs> in like a her. rested suit. The two of them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're wearing the Admiralty uh, Naval <laughs> Command outfit today. <laughs> Your collar's not quite big enough. Yeah, I don't think big, you, can, you need a little yeah. bigger in the collar. But yes, I think she looks amazing here. I just wanted to say that. Uh, and uh, so go on with the Do Lotus Esprit. Yeah. I don't remember. I have, oh, so I he's have got a, the Lotus Esprit. I have a Lotus Esprit knowledge drop if you would like to hear it. Please. Okay, so here's how they got the their car into the movie. The people from Lotus were like, you know what? we got to get our car into a James Bond movie. And they're like, that's a great idea. Drive this car over to the lot where they where Covey Broccoli's production office is and uh, park it right outside his office. And he's like, OK, I'm going to go do that. And then he like leaves it there, goes to lunch and everybody else is like, hey, it's lunchtime. Let's go get. To- what the fuck is this car? This is fucking amazing. We need to get this in a movie. God, man, this thing, it looks like a spaceship. It's so awesome. And then the guy from Lotus comes back, gets in the car and they're like, what guy? What the awesome car? He's like, yep. And then drives off. And they'd like get that Ooh, fucking car in the movie, geez. and that's how Lotus got in the movie was by like this little like weird thing that this guy did to just be like yeah yeah no big deal it's just my car fine. Well yeah, yeah I think a lot of people were begging too, them. Like, yeah. What's that? They wanted to give Roger like his own car, kind of his own car. Yeah yeah he's instead of the the, yeah, the Aston Martin drive an Aston Martin. Hmm. Any of his films. Interesting. Drive yeah, but apparently people were banging down the doors trying yeah. to get in Bond movies because they were so popular. That's they had to be all sly about it. They were like, we're, we're going to make them come to us. Yeah. 
And it, and it worked. Yeah. Here's a yeah, this was another in, iconic Bond moment in, in, a, in this Roger Moore movie. Yeah, yeah. I think the production designer was the one that made it white. I don't know what color it is they drove to the, the lot, but they were like, it's going to look so good underwater. Uh, white, of course. Yeah, he's, he drives like a brown one or something in you, uh, in like for your eyes only. It's like, I, and it would not look as good underwater. Mm. It would just be like the scene in Caddyshack with the um, <laughs> <laughs> I like so Q is a kind of you can see him kind of explaining the what the gadgets are, but we don't hear it uh, because yeah. we get like Anya's perspective on the whole. It's kind of so it's a surprise later on when he uses them all. But it's like a different for a Q scene because usually Q, Q yeah. is, you know, well, you they kind of had a, a Q scene earlier when they were at the Egyptian place where you could see a, a couple of the gadgets. One which right. is actually in this car, which is like the thing that sprays mud. The yeah, the gray. Yeah. Is it mud? Spray I guess it's mud. something. Yeah, just yeah, that's kind of like up. um, like wouldn't a squid do that or something? Yeah, squid. Yeah, you did it twice, uh, but later. So um, he's posing as a marine biologist, which always reminds me of Seinfeld, of course, whenever yes. I hear marine biologists. It's, uh, and they've been granted an audience with Stromberg, and this woman, Naomi, picks them up on her boat. Uh, now, this so, outfit, I think, would look good on you, Darson. Oh, all right. I'll, I'll wear Naomi's outfit. Do you know, apparently, that this little knowledge, this goofy knowledge that I have, apparently she sat on a bee before filming oh. the scene. Uh, <laughs> she stung her on the ass. Oh, well, wouldn't you? This yeah, is, I would uh, stick her in the ass. I mean, I mean Caroline, she's Caroline Monroe, who, um, yeah. damn, for the set side. She was the <laughs> ultimate 70s woman. Um, she was also in uh, uh, one of the Harryhausen Sinbad movies. And most famously, she's known for the awful Star Wars knockoff Star Crash, which featured oh, a okay. young David Hasselhoff in it. Really? Oh, David? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I knew who she was she's famous um, um, like amongst you know like you know like the people that would attend conventions like uh you know the like scary hammer horror fans yeah she's in a yeah. bunch of hammer films and stuff yeah so she seems like a hammer yeah like she's a hammer <laughs> yeah well the the story is and you know whatever this is no sort of hollywood stuff but like you know like her face when she's greeting Bond and Anya is kind of like, you know, sort of cold. And it's probably because she's in a lot of pain because after she got stung by the bee, they were like, well, we got to go. Yeah. Hey, look at it. Get out there. The show must go on. Yeah. Also, Moore's performance at this part just cracks me up. As she's like getting off the boat and he, he's like got his hands behind his his back and then he kind of turns to her in a funny way. He's like, hmm, what do you think? Huh? Yeah. Hmm? Like, hey, hmm, I like it. You, me, her. Uh, a little something, something. So they go to his cool underwater HQ, which I guess is called Atlantis. I guess we should just call it Atlantis, right? Because that's what he... That's what he calls it. That's what that's we what should call it. That's what it is. So this is the place where the girl got eaten by the shark and all that, you know, that that whole thing. So he kind of... This scene it doesn't really do much. Actually, not much happens here. It's just kind of just to have a scene where Bond and Stromberg kind of chat. Yeah. But he doesn't really forward the plot along. No, it, you can kind of tell, though, I mean, they did want to use Blofeld, apparently, right, um, at one point. Yeah. And they were not allowed. Yeah. And so it's kind of like, hmm, yes. But he, uh, you know, he's like, oh, yes, I want to build an underwater city or whatever. It's a, it's very, it's a little bizarre. But 
I think yeah, it's all like see. very tropey, you know, like yeah. I, I like this movie a lot because it's like, oh, that's where the fucking sharks with the lasers on their head thing. And, <laughs> and every every cartoon we saw as a kid, like, I'm gonna build an underwater city. You know? Like the, yeah. cool. most people uh say this the, I guess there's something called the monorail trilogy of Bond movies, which they're essentially all the three movies are the same plot, and they're all you. They're all you only live twice. This is essentially you only live twice under the ocean. You know. Ah, I see. But you get the little. You know, they're all wearing their cute little outfits that match, and they're all you know down there. It's a gigantic globe. It looks like the Prisoner TV show. Or the yeah. TV show looks like James Bond, as you would say. <laughs> uh, but also, uh, controversial opinion. This makes me kind of have a little bit more I know I overrated uh No Time to Die, but like a lot of the stuff that they do visually in No Time to Die, like on that island and stuff like that, like uh, I feel like they just Bond after this references this movie a lot, is basically what I'm saying. Including No Time to Die. I agree. Yeah. I think I think you even mentioned that maybe. I feel like no you said that <laughs> I think you said that in our review of no time no time to die going the other way like oh it's paying homage but i hadn't really i hadn't seen this Hmm. yeah so the uh you know he knows they're secret agents stromberg and he's throwing again he's eating but he's actually throwing food into the (laughs) into like his fish eating like fish food or something i don't know he's eating it it's like i don't know it looks like he's peanuts or something but he's also throwing them into the his into the waters, I guess. So. Oh, and like Dr. Claw from Inspector Gadget. <laughs> Gadget! <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so he tells Jaws to go and kill him. So Bond and Anya are driving away in the uh, the Lotus Esprit and a motorcycle uh, I'm gonna follows say that this section is the best section of the movie. Even the action for, I'll say, 85% of it is well done for a 1970s movie. It's like the helicopter and everything. It's fuck. There's like a lot of great shots and a lot of good action, uh, except for when they speed up the film, which they yeah, should just never just, do. It always looks dumb. I know. It always is so obvious. Even in the 70s, you would have been like, whoa. whoa. But apparently there is a, so there's a part. Well, first of all, okay. So the motorcycle, uh, the sidecar of the motorcycle is like a giant missile. And he shoots it at, Bond, uh, you know, at the Lotus Esprit, and he dodges it, and it hits this mattress truck, and all the feathers come out and blind. <laughs> it's like the goofiest thing. It's like so weird, and then he just drives out the cliff because he can't see because he could the feathers. Yeah. But then Jaws is there with a gun. You know, he's chasing him with a gun, and he's in a car, and there's apparently a part a where parachute with a Union Jack on it. Gee, that guy yeah. Was... That's that motorcycle. A watery death. So I want to grave. (laughs) So apparently in this scene, I got a little knowledge. I don't know if you guys read this, but apparently, like, they had some. The stunt driver was originally going to be doing this scene. The Lotus looked too good. Like it handled the road too well. It it handled too well. I also heard this. Yes, but continue on. And so they were like, like it doesn't look exciting enough because the lotus is just easily handling these curves and, and everything and so they actually like uh, they got like a lotus 
the normal stunt driver wasn't around for whatever reason. And like they got someone who just a Lotus employee, this guy named Roger Becker to like drive. Can you drive the car for this, this part? And he like skidded around and like, you know, like and did like a 180 like degree thing and whatever. And he's driving all around and it's like, and then they were like, Hey, can you do that again? <laughs> we want to film it this time. Yeah, we didn't have the cameras rolling. And, he's like, and then they were like, will you drive this over to like George Lucas's, you know, he's shooting a new movie over there. Just like park it there for like a little bit, but then come back because we want to shoot the rest. Yeah, right. But then, but then Roger Becker became like the regular stunt driver after that. Because, oh, that's awesome. Uh, yeah. I didn't know that part. That's when it only to drive the Lotus, not for any other car he only drove the lotus <laughs> well the lotus is back in future movies so that's yeah. right right so there you go so he got himself a job though so good for him but anyway that's i think that's a cool fact the fact that like it looked too good it was like yeah. too cool car so, handles so well it can't it yeah. doesn't look good it doesn't look right like that's <laughs> pretty amazing but uh you know they do kind of it is I, I agree with you it's exciting it's a cool action scene, but at the, the end when the car, Jaws' car lands like on this guy's house because they do the paint thing, like you said, or the ink yeah, or whatever that is. spray the windshield so they can't see, and they drive off a cliff, apparently. Yeah, but it like, it dry, it's right into this house. Yeah, into the, the most like, stereotypical ah! Italian man's house ever. <laughs> and Jaws does the same thing. He gets out and dusts himself off like nothing happens. Yeah, he just gives the guy a look going like, your fucking house got in my way. I kind of expected Josh to just run after them. Yeah, that would have been um, that would have been maybe shuffle after him like he did on the scaffolding. <laughs> he like does this like weird little dance after him. So then we got Naomi in a helicopter and she's shooting at them and and then he Bond drives the car right into the water and it that's actually okay. So yeah. there's a kind of a, a weird thing here. Yeah, it turns into a sub. So at one point, like uh, Anya's very scared about driving in the water, and then later on, she's yeah, like, "Oh, she, I read the blueprints." Yeah, she's like, "I stole these blueprints. I knew all about this shit, and I don't know why I was scared five minutes ago." Yeah, why did you scream when we drove into the water? Then you should have been like, "Oh, this is this is all right." Oh, James! <laughs> she's like, "I was just doing that for an effect, you know." That's what a good spy does. You know? That's right. You know, show That's your hand that you know all everything. the time. Yeah. So then they uh, they. Sh- they shoot a missile up at Naomi. They shoot dead. a missile up her butt, like Godzilla. Yeah, where that where where that beast hung her. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's like an underwater fight, which is actually pretty cool. It's one of those. Well, they go they go and look in the Atlantis in the big window, yeah. the big picture window there, and they see they see them looking at a globe, and they're like, hmm, that's suspicious. Yeah, and then frogmen come out and start chasing them, and other yeah, stuff one of those submarines yeah and like the depth of what's going on here changes where it's like seems like they're really really deep in the ocean and then suddenly they're only in 10 feet of water but hey you know just go with it whatever and they, they use more gadgets and uh you missile. Know, they, that was too obscure a reference <laughs> that's all right we're, we're all about obscure if i just made a shoot a missile up godzilla's butt reference and right we right. can make a jaws of revenge reference uh, they defeat all the bad guys. It's it's all very, very Bond-y. If you've ever seen uh, Roger Moore Bond, you probably figure out what happens. But uh, then they end up driving just right onto the beach. Yes. Uh, 
Here's a little knowledge drop for you. The uh, blonde child on the beach is Richard Keel's son. Oh, that's cool. Richard Keel's Jaws, of course. Yes. And also (laughs) the gag with the guy looking at his bottle of wine, where he's like, what? You know, he drinks the wine, and he's like, oh, boy, I got to lay off the wine. Yeah. Uh, He was like the Italian production guy or something for them. And uh, and they were like, hey, the guy that was supposed to do this isn't here. You do it. So he did it. And then he returns for two more films. Do the same (laughs) gag. (laughs) They did. That's like a Bond gag, I feel like. Or just a gag, a movie gag in general. But they definitely do it like, uh, yeah. I need to lay off the sauce. Yeah. So he's 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 in Venice in the next one. And then in the other one, he's at like a ski resort. But I don't think he's drinking that one. I think he just stands up and he's like, whoa, what's that? You know? But good for him. There he is. He gets around that just guy. hanging out and he gets yeah. two more movies out of it. Yeah. I'm going to come in with the third little come out of the beach uh, trivia drop, if I may. Please. When Roger Moore drops the fish out the window, <laughs> that was his idea. And it's funny. <laughs> how did the fish get in there? Well, I, I have a theory about how the fish got in. Uh, right. It's when the car drove into the water and was transforming. A fish might have like swam up into it before the wheels, you know, All right. turned in. So you get a no prize. Thank you. Good job. Um, so then there, uh, there's a, there's like a, a, a sort of a tense scene here, Bond and Anya, where he, thing. Yeah. Where he like, tells her that he did kill. Like, yes. yes. Well, he goes to. She's going to smoke a cigarette, and he's here. Oh, let me get that for you. And she's like, "It's a nice lighter." He's like, "Oh, I got it in the wherever I was, Austria." Yeah. Uh, Austria. And she's like, "Oh, really? When were you there?" And he's like, "About three weeks ago." And she's like, "Wait a minute. Three <laughs> weeks ago is when Agent Harry Back was killed in Austria." <laughs> and yeah, it's very tense. And she's like, "Did yeah. you kill him?" He's like, "She does she show him a picture." She's like, "Did you kill this guy?" And he's like, "I yeah." Really- I don't says, know. I don't know. Like, the guy's chasing me, and if they're chasing me, and uh, I got to, yeah, probably killed him. Yeah, that's basically, he's like, it was him or me. It's kind of what he says. Like, and yeah, yeah. we're in this biz, and people are going to die. Yeah, you, you know, know how it goes, lady. You're in the same biz. You know my wife got shot up. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. But, you know, it's a night, but she says, once the mission's over, I'm going to kill you. So that's and then smash cut to them being lowered down in a a, a helicopter (laughs) to a submarine. And he's got this big shitty grin. He's like, hey, I know we were kind of fighting a few minutes ago, but I'm still kind of cute. Right. We did do it. This chick wants to kill me. And she's like, don't look at me, you fucker. And he's like, "Mm? Mm?" (laughs) it's really quite weird and funny. It is pretty funny. I, I agree. So they get on the sub. The captain guy, uh, John, you must be so excited. Is I the am. Guy, Thunderbirds. Uh, what's his yeah. name? Shane Rimmer. Yeah. The he voice of uh, Scott Tracy. Yes, voice of Scott Tracy. And he was also in a uh, small part in You Only Live Twice and Diamonds Are Forever. And does a voice part in Live and Let Die. Yeah, like when he gets stabbed or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. They do the whole sexist thing, or it's like, oh, I didn't think she, she's a major, she's a major, a lady. What's this female doing in here? Who's this female? (laughs) And then she's like, take it. She's like, you better take a shower in my quarters, because you know. I do. You want to take a shower in my quarters, boy? 
yum, 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 yum. <laughs> anyway, so like the guy comes in, he's like, what? Like, you know, it's like, he's like, um, he's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awooga, awooga. <laughs> I was just going to awooga. Boots. Laughing too hard. <laughs> you get kind of a boot shot boots. here. Mm. Yeah, 4K. You know, 4K. Yeah. He's like, what's the matter, man? Yeah, or whatever. Haven't you ever seen boobs before? Go down to the galley where we had all the porn hanging up. Oh, that's the other submarine. But we got that too. <laughs> I mean, sure whatever. It's kind of a... have that. I'm sure. Well, well a submarine kind of a... is just a giant penis underwater anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. Anyways, yeah. You never seen a major in the shower before? Yeah, but it was anyway. Major Fred. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't as cool. <laughs> so, anyways, his, we... his moves weren't as good looking. <laughs> so, um, you know, we, we finally figure out what's sort of what's been going on with these subs uh, as this sub gets like swallowed up by this giant tanker. The, the Laparis? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> That's the name of the tanker. Yes, we were looking well. at a model of it earlier. Right, right. But I love how this is in this part where like they're like getting the 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 tankers basically swallow them up and they're all just kind of standing around. Wouldn't there well, be like alarms or something? Wouldn't they be like? What are you gonna do? Red you, alert! I don't yeah, know. Well, something. You, can, you can red alert, but then you're like, okay, now what? <laughs> Being swallowed by a tanker. What are we gonna do? Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I think it's kind of like that. Remember that. I think we did the audio comic of this episode, this G, uh, this issue of GI Joe, right, where they swallowed up the the, the whale, right? Yes, yes, they did do that. Sort of similar fashion. Majestro and Firefly were, were escaped first. by hopping in the um, whatever the the, the can. The, 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 uh, what do they call those things? Yeah, I don't know. I can't think of them. But... Thank you. Right? Yeah, look at me. Yes. GI Joe, no. Um. So anyway, Stromberg is there, and he's like, "We want to blow up Moscow and New York and start World and War III." And then everybody will live underwater or something. Yeah, like or I don't some really dumb know. or some dumb plot points. It really doesn't matter. It's a James Bond movie in the seventies. I'm a bad guy. Like, how does he benefit from? He doesn't. He just hates the world. I guess. I guess he's like, I want everyone to live down here with me. But then, like, there's he takes Anya, and then uh, Bond is able to escape, and then he d- he rescues all the sailors, and then there's like this big gunfight where the bad guys are wearing red and the good guys are wearing blue. It's so it's very obvious who is who I mean, is who. And the bad guys also have very spiffy looking berets. Yeah, yeah. it's like Stratego come to life. Stratego. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of grenades going, being flung around. <laughs> it's just grenades. Grenades, as our friend Gleghead uses. <laughs> so um, Bond and the and Spencer Tracy. What's his name? Uh, oh, now Spencer I forgot Tracy. what his name is. <laughs> Shane Rimmer. Shane Rimmer. Oh, who's the um? the comedian that is always wearing like a captain's outfit and he's got a podcast and I can't think of why I can't, I can't think of his name. 
Captain you got you know who he is. You guys have talked about him. What podcast do you guys like? There's like a guy. He's always wearing like a like a. He looks like Mr. Howell dressed for like yachting. <laughs> I don't know. John Hodgman. <laughs> is the only. Is guy that who... him? Which one is John so. Hodgman? Is he's the guy from the Mac and I'm a PC. Yeah, yeah the PC. No, that's Mac. not him. No, it's not him. I'm gonna have to look him up because the the right. guy that works for Stromberg here looks like him to me. Oh, okay. So they they there's this big door. While you're looking that up, I'm gonna keep going. If that's all right, there's this big like or wall or whatever that they can't get through, and it's it's solid metal, and like we gotta get through that and. They decide they're going to use the nuclear missile without the nuclear part to, uh, to blow through that. And yeah, this yeah. is where they play like a game of like Operation. Right. Bond, it's a tense yeah. scene right. where he's like turning the thing and whatever, you know, he gets the thing up. All that like, Tompkins? Sure, but I don't like any podcast by Tompkins. Okay. I, I thought that maybe who you were talking about, but he doesn't yeah. like always wear like a nautical outfit. I know he but doesn't he, always. I but like every time I've seen him, like the last three times, he's wearing this outfit. I I know where you're picking that up from yeah. because John Hodgman also those two. You wouldn't be surprised if he, either of them wears both heads to toe wearing matching nautical outfits. And I feel like they're buddies. I feel they like... are buddies. Yeah, and I've been yeah. watching a lot of Mr. Show, and there's like early Paul F. Tompkins and oh. that shit too. He's in I, there. He's one I, of the actors. Brian Posehn too. I do like Mr. Show. That is a good. That is really funny. He's one of the main character, like, you know how they have like extra people, that right? Like Bob and David. He's one of the main people. Nice. But I've just yeah. done an image search for him, and there are no pictures of him in a, in a. <laughs> <laughs> So you're full of shit, is what you're saying. I know what you're pick. I know what you're saying. It's more of a feeling rather than a truth. You know what I, I mean? I guess, I guess I just saw of it once or twice, and I was like, "This guy must wear this all the time." <laughs> you you guys I, like podcasts, right? You that was like a very much like that was like a how you doing, fellow kids? It's like what do you got, you you kids, with your podcasts? You like? You know, this guy who's on podcasts, he wears his that naval was, outfit. None of that I, is true. I None knew it was going to go well when I was saying it. But I was like, I, look, I've already committed to this. I love it. I, I love just... that it's Paul F. Tompkins, too, because I've been thinking about him a lot lately. Oh, wearing that dress that, that Anya was wearing, I guess. I don't know. All right. So he's, he's, Bond does this little, he rides this little. He rides the thing, you know, the like thing. the thing. Stabs Princess Leia in the, the, the truth serum in A New Hope. That's what it looks like he's riding, except it doesn't have any needle stick. Yeah. Your hidden rebel base. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he rides it along and he like he, he plants a plastic explosive they took out of the, the missile and then he tries to kind of push away. It's kind of like, oh, I don't know, I'm going to make it, but he, he does. But, but I do like the fact that it, he almost, it's kind of like, uh. Yeah, he's uh, like, uh, well, doc, doc, hello. Doc, doc. <laughs> <laughs> the bell rang. <laughs> I don't know, the bell rang. So then, uh, you know, they blow the door, they get in. I, I, there's also a very funny part here I want to point out. Um, who's, I don't know who that guy is in the white outfit. He's like, leave it to me, sir. And he goes up. Oh, like, and he's, like suddenly the movie is gonna 
like follow this other guy it's like for and then like 30 seconds later he gets killed he's <laughs> dead it's like the new hero of the movie yeah oh, never mind just nope no, he's he's dead <laughs> but uh so then they they sort of reprogram the the missiles oh yeah this is the best part where it's like the exciting action no, yeah right it's no like watching during the part where roger moore reads the instruction manuals <laughs> So they, now they he use... just watch a YouTube t- tutorial on how to repro. Right, he's like, let me get my phone out here. I, I was thinking about this, too, because, like, computers weren't really a thing. You know what I mean? Like, you would have to be... I don't know if he's using computers, I guess. In but, the like, when, he, when he's doing something, this. it sounds like... You know, like, it's, like, <laughs> yeah. it's like old school computering, whatever. It's basically the label maker yeah. he's using here. Yeah, you know? <laughs> But the, so basically, the two subs, the New York and the and the the Moscow subs, he just sort of reprograms it on the fly, so they they blow each other up instead of the cities. Yeah, it's a and, good day. Uh, it's a good day to yeah. be living in New York and and Moscow. I'll tell you that day. Yeah, really appreciate it. Yeah, you know, hey, you didn't die. Yeah. And this guy, <laughs> yay! Then like everybody's oh shit, the place is still blowing up. <laughs> let's yeah, let's get out of here. So uh, they show uh, um, Anya and Stromberg did, when they left. Like when they they jettisoned out the side of. The oh yeah, ship. we didn't talk about that. that. We didn't talk about that I'm part. Like, how did you guys let that one pass? Like, so he takes the he takes the monorail and then it shoots out the side of the the boat and then shell of that comes off and turns into a boat but it is like special effects by Billy. It just looks like a toy <laughs> doll. I so rewound that like three like... times when I saw it I, and I, I was like, wow. Doing that, like the hysterical laugh that you do when you find something really funny. That's what I'm picturing. <laughs> I, I think I was taken aback by the I fact was, that he, yeah, he dressed like, her what? up in this fancy like oh, sexy yeah. dress and he's wearing this enormous tie. Dude, like really, it's like ridiculously huge tie. Yeah, she's like, oh, there he goes in his weird That's tie and her tie. sexy dress. Where did you get the the outfit for her from? Oh, maybe I don't know. What's he's girlfriend. her prisoner? What is he bothering? What does he care? Was he like, oh, I want you to look good for me when we're going out? You know, when I'm having oh, you. He's coming with me. I picture. <laughs> all right, so my my <laughs> my view of him is colored a little bit by someone I worked with that looks kind of like him. And you know, whenever you work with someone and. My uh, my desk when I worked uh, at the a magazine and I was the graphic designer there. Uh, my desk was right near the bathroom, the one toilet. Oh, and when someone oh, that's never good has to has it's to like do a, a number two, thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whenever someone has to do a number two, you knew about it. And I had an right. editor that looked very much like Stromberg. And so oh. I was like, and like, I don't know why, like someone just takes a dump near me. And that's like all I picture that after that. I was just like, oh, now I just smell poo whenever I think of that person. Oh. <laughs> and so that is what I picture Stromberg because one time this guy had to take a poo and, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I picture Stromberg smelling like poo because it was like my life. <laughs> I'm sure he did. I'm sure you're right. <laughs> you can use a giant tie to wipe yeah. his ass. And all that <laughs> shellfish. Yeah. Oh man. It's always right. good that guy with the webbed hands. You think he, he might be like, you know, like, oh, I don't want to eat my fellow webbed friends. 
That's why he never eats duck or platypus. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess squid <laughs> isn't like fish. <laughs> He's like, yeah, give me a burger. Come on, can't we just eat some land animals once in a while? <laughs> well, that's it, why he wants the... to kill all the humans, so he can yeah. all the cattle to himself to eat. <laughs> isn't the shape of Atlantis, I don't know what just bringing this up now, but doesn't it look like some DC comics, like It looks like the Legion or... of Doom. Yeah, Legion of that's what it with, was. With legs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they want to they're they're like they're gonna blow up um atlantis but anya is there and bond is like no you can't you know she's there and they're like hey one person versus all the you know we can take down the bad guy and you know we can save the world and he's like give me an hour and they're like ah 40 minutes eh, all right an hour I mean, it's like very weird, like the negotiation. Yeah. The yeah, and then he's like, "Now bring that bag up." Yeah, yeah. which is ridiculous because they get they assemble this whole jet ski thing, and then they bring it back to the water. How the hell would you even do that? <laughs> I don't know. I, I carry that they, thing. What they should have done was just been like, uh, "Bring me the thing that Q sent," and then cut to him jamming on his on his uh, what they call it a wet bike. They call it a wet bike, yeah. yeah. Which I guess Which that that name didn't catch on. <laughs> <laughs> I like how he hands the like the the handlebars to the captain. He's like, oh, what, what is what this? handlebars? What this? Oh, gonna... Check a bike. On <laughs> He's like, hip like, like, I need to do my bike. peloton. <laughs> Builds it up. So. He's like, yeah, give me an hour. And he goes, he takes the jet ski, he goes in. I mean, an hour on top of the hour and a half that it'll take us to assemble this thing. Yeah, I right. know, with three people, you're like, fuck, fuck, where did that oh, they go? Where did that go? Sorry, sorry. <laughs> it's right there, it's right there, pick it up. But um, Bond doesn't fall for the elevator trick. He, yeah, he just straddles the the thing. So he's, but I do like his reaction when he looks and he sees the girl's arm. Or was that earlier? Was that earlier? That was earlier. Yeah. yeah. Was, I, I meant to mention that. And he's like, Mister Sterling, yeah. do you know what kind of fish this is? And he's like, Of course I do. It's the stripy thingy with the pointy right. things, very deadly. The naked oh, look at fish. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Nakedest gunnus. I believe and, and they have a very like bond and villain like conversation, like much like one should be prepared to be a fish away from that fish, then it's mad at you. <laughs> like, what are you guys talking Indeed. about? Yeah, like, what is even happening here? <laughs> <laughs> one does, they always say, one does, one does yeah. that. Yes. One does talk about fish. One does do villainous doublespeak <laughs> when there is a secret agent. And this secret agent, one does go along with the... the, the, the doublespeak. I can't even fucking do it. One I'm not does. a secret agent. I'll just say one does. One does. One does. So he's got a... One does have a gun under the table, and it's a like long... Like a big gun. A tube gun. Um, yeah, a bond. He dodges it. Yeah, like, in real life, here's a little knowledge for you. The explosion um, actually injured Roger Moore uh, oh. in this scene. And the joke he made, he's like, uh, yes, it was detonated too soon. And uh, I now have three holes where most people have one. 
Ooh, all right. Probably got Ouch. a lot of mileage out of that. Yeah, he's like, I just had it bad when you got stung in the ass. I had to explosion in All right. Nice. But he does shoot through the tube thing. Yeah, he's like, yeah, you took your shot, you missed. Now I'm going to yeah. shoot you right in the nads. Right in the nads. That's exactly what I wrote in my notes. <laughs> shoot him in the nads. Yes, in the nads. Shoot him in the nads. <laughs> right in the nads. Nail Stromberg in the nads. I mean, this that's very unfortunate. Right like, you think Stromberg would be like, ah, uh, yeah, like, what if he shot back at me? Uh, well, yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, it probably won't happen. I'm going to eat some more <laughs> lobster. The guy's always just shoving food down his gullet. Yeah. As one what month. I like about this is my favorite Bond villain death. A lot of people think it's anticlimactic, but I'm like, he gets shot in the balls. Yeah. And then Bond is like, to add insult to injury, just in case you're not dead, I'm going to shoot you two more times. <laughs> His actual death Norman. is very like Shakespeare, well, though. Yeah, it's, it's pretty yeah, it's like, oh, yeah. He's oh. like, oh, I'm going to die in my salad now. <laughs> like Seafood salad. But exactly. I mean, I, I don't. I don't care. I like it. <laughs> I agree. No, it's fine. It it's fine. It's fine. Well, it's fine because the real villain is Jaws. Yeah, and so. he's still he's still out there. Yeah. So they have another fight. I thought you were gonna say the real villain is John. Well, yeah. You, oh yeah, too. of my life. One <laughs> one lives who's villain. <laughs> one knows. <laughs> So Jaws shows up, and much like the punch in the mouth earlier, he actually shoots him in the mouth, and it just, bow, you know, that that whole thing. Yeah, shoot him in the mouth. Um, and so they, they fight a little bit. They're in the shark. They fall through the thing into the shark tank room or whatever, like, yeah. for no reason, uh, just to have this fight. He's like, look, it's got to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Got to so have it in there. Yeah. We're paying there, it's like, a lot of those, money. I don't know if you guys took. I know John, you you took photography or whatever. Clay, yes. know, but there's like dark room, like spinning door I thing. Did. Remember that? Yes, it is exactly like that. Yes, exactly what it the is. The elevator that he was in earlier is also a spinny door. Yeah, it's like going into the dark room in photography class. Clay, you should have taken. Mr. Mahoney was great. I know. Taken. I always thought I always had a weird relationship with photography. I was like, oh, I'm a drawing and painting guy. I don't need all that, but. Oh, I, I was I like, knew, I'm not a drawing and painting guy. Maybe I, I wish can... I knew more about cameras even now. Like, I, I don't, I wish I had new basic concepts. <laughs> oh. Anyways, so they, they're fighting in the, the thing. It, it's very reminiscent of Austin Powers. <laughs> <laughs> well, the fa like, because the, there's a giant magnet in there. Yeah. Why? Is, hey, Why is there a magnet uh, in it? Yeah, just cause that's the boot. So the because movie needs they, that's what they were doing, weren't they? Like stealing ships or something? I don't know. Yeah, See, that's what I mean. Stealing one, ships. I don't know why you as one does, one must. <laughs> I have magnets. But as the, one does. But he gets behind the controls, right? And Jaws is like, "Eh, what are you doing?" And then like Bond is like, "Hmm," and then does this face where he's like, "Huh," and looks up, and uh, the Jaws is like, "What?" And then it's like, "Funk," magnetized. <laughs> His teeth are magnetized to the giant magnet. It's, right. it, it's great. It's, it's it so dopey and great. It's it's so I can't even like this is a this is high comedy. It and is. then he releases the magnet, drops him into the shark tank, and so, Jaws bites the shark. Jaws, yeah, <laughs> Jaws bites a helicopter in this one. Sorry. Say, Jaws even too. the shark can't beat Jaws. Jaws. Yeah, Jaws versus <laughs> Jaws. 
It's so crazy. So meanwhile, like the sailors are like, all right, been an hour, I guess. They start to blow up the place. And he finds Anya. Been an hour, I can finally go swimming. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. After lunch. As As one does. As one does. (laughs) As one must. And they got into his little... uh, like luxury escape pod or whatever. Yeah, it's it's uh, got like caviar and champagne. <laughs> I was like, this and guy. The, and it's like floating on the water that the bottles don't move at all. Uh, come on. Yeah, come yeah, on. They got, he's like, well, oh, maybe, don't it's got, like, some, maybe yeah. it's got some sort of stabilizing thing in there. You know what maybe. it reminded me of is X Men First Class when they they had that like really nice submarine. Kevin right. Ray. Yes. Okay. Kevin yes. Bacon I know. Yes. Yeah. And he's like, go get me some ice. And she goes up and <laughs> takes ice out of the polar ice cap for his drink. But, uh, yeah, so, like, they just get away on that thing. And he's like, oh, maybe he's not so bad after all. He's got some Dom Perignon here. Yeah. And then, and then she's, she's like, hey, remember earlier when you killed yeah. my boyfriend, Harry, back? And he's yeah. like, oh, about that, yes. She's like, well, I told you I was going to kill you. He's like, the well, mission is over. yeah, let's take off our wet clothes first that's my oh, last so request the, does she shoot the we're supposed to be she, she shoots, shoots the, the yeah. top yeah, yeah. Like the, the core she's like she's like you're such a little scamp i can't stay mad at you yeah you don't have a hairy back yeah i, I like a smooth <laughs> man so but meanwhile i guess yeah so the, the good thing is jaws does not die so that's cool so we get to bring yeah. we should note he did not die in the explosion so that's good he swims back to Wherever, sure. Wherever, wherever. So then, uh, but yeah, they're like, oh, what if anyone found out, you know, as they're sitting there naked? Yeah. And he's Doing like, no, oh, don't worry. And then, of course, that's, it's it's very similar to, like, uh, this is the how the Roger enough. Moore James Bond movie ends, was with him doing it, and then all his superiors catching him. <laughs> and then <laughs> someone making it. kind of a pervert. He wants, him, he wants to get caught. He's like, I like yeah. it. I'm an exhibitionist, as one is. <laughs> as one does. <laughs> but yeah, there's that whole like, oh, 007, oh, triple X. Oh, She's and... like, first of all, my name is triple X. What do you want exactly. from me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. It's just, you, I should have been completely naked. I said I got to sheet. <laughs> oh, well. Anyways, yeah. So, Anyways, yeah but, what are you doing? Keeping the British end up, sir. That's what he said. Shades get drawn, and then suddenly this sort of like weird marching band version of (laughs) Does It Better comes on. Like First Avenger. (laughs) Nobody does it better. And then that fades into the real version. I was like, why don't you just play the real version? I don't (laughs) even think that. I think it's a different song of just like whatever circus, like like uh, Benny Hill music or whatever. It's weird. Yeah, Daddy it's very, Hill. very jarring. Um, it's a, it such a weird way to end the movie with that. Well, you know, it's, a, it's like a Navy kind of, you know, like they're in the yeah. water and it's like... Yeah, okay, a, you're right, you're right. You're right. right. When you're right, you're it right. It is jarring. You're, you're always right. Yeah, it's, it's but very it's, weird. It's, very weird choice. And then they go to the regular... No, no post-credit scene or anything, but... Yeah, it just says that James Bond cool, will come back in For Your Eyes Only, which is... Yeah. No, no, he did not. He came back in Moonraker. Yeah, they were like, wait a minute, Star Wars came out. What do we got with space in it? 
I find that like hilarious. I don't know why. Hilarious. I can't wait to get just... to that one. I kind of remember that one, but not really. I think John's well, gonna make us the Moonraker, right? Well, it's the Jaws duology. I said. Oh, okay. Do no, if you like this I, one, Moonraker I, is this movie just turned up a little bit, or yeah. a lot. Uh, you notice my attitude is different. So John is gonna make us do that. I'm like, when are we watching Moonraker? Well, we'll do it right now. I was just, yeah, <laughs> this right. one does. Another three ninety nine. <laughs> one does watch Moonraker. I, this I, is I, like I, this I, is like uh, Spy Who Loved Me is like the appetizer for Moonraker. It's like all the things you like in Spy Who Loved Me. They just do it more ridiculously and just <laughs> over the top in Moonraker. It's just even better. Bond is like making way more sexual comments that are like funny to me, that are like completely inappropriate. That would just get like HR. Would, would fire him if he was saying those things, but they, they make me laugh. Well, I mean, it is, uh, I mean, it was a different time. It's a different time. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I keep, we keep saying that, but I mean, it, it, it's, I just think it's hilarious that they were like, yeah, let's do this movie next. Oh, wait a minute. Like, let's do this movie next. Caps in on this trend. It is so stupid. Like, do you think anybody was like, uh, why did we say, yeah, this is for your eyes only. Why why don't we just not say what we're gonna do next? Yeah, because who cares? Yeah, but whatever. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. All right. So there you go. That's what are our thoughts? What are our thoughts? Yes. Final thoughts. Mm-hmm. Something. I guess. Clay? <laughs> I guess. I guess I'll go. You always. You make don't me have go to, first. You always make me tradition. go first. You can you go last. If you I'll prefer. go first if you want. If you want, man. Do you want it? Yeah, I don't have. I don't have thoughts collected right now. You go. I first. got thoughts. I got some thoughts. Oh, here's my like. This is like I will say this is the iconic Moore movie, right? Yes. Like you said at the beginning, it's got Jaws. It's got the car. It's got you know whatever the song. But this is this is why I think like. They named Austin Powers the spy who shagged me, right? Because it's yep. like the, it, they're even taking this. This is as goofy as Bond gets, right? I mean, this is, <laughs> I mean, maybe not quite. Maybe it gets yeah. goofier, but I mean, this is goofier. like the one. Yeah. Right? Like, this where is, they're still yeah. clinging a little bit to, like, hey, you know, it's serious, but it's just, this is, this is basically. Austin Powers. Like, I mean, yeah, I think much, when, yeah. they, when they wrote Austin Powers, they were thinking of this movie. Well, when I, because I, I, I have this as a poster, uh, and I posted a picture of it on Instagram, and someone was like, now I finally understand what the Austin Powers movies are referencing. <laughs> right. I mean, it's, yeah. this is the one. This is the one they as were one talking about. As one, <laughs> as one does. <laughs> But I mean that that's not necessarily I'm not saying that is a bad thing necessarily either. I mean it's it's but as like when you talk about the Craig, we just came from the Craig movies, you know, I mean they're completely different tonally. Yeah, I said that to Ooh. Mrs. Elder. I was like, Can you um, believe that Roger Moore and J- and Daniel Craig Craig are both playing the same character? Right. Well, I guess when you've been it's doing like, it for like sixty yeah. years, it's, it's just yeah, about sixty yeah. years, right? Like sixty years this year. Yeah. 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 They want to re-release No Time to Die in IMAX to celebrate yeah, 60 years. I don't think I'll be seeing that again, but uh, <laughs> you know, whatever. <laughs> if I had to watch, I'd watch this one in IMAX before oh, yeah. I'd watch Yeah, no, this one's, Die. this is fun. The The problem I had with some of the Craig movies is so fucking dour and just depressing. <laughs> but the more movies, I feel, I feel like I like after 
because I was we were watching all of the Bond movies during lockdown. I was sort of like, oh, okay, now we gotta we put the more movies in the middle because I wanted to end on the Connery movies, and I I was sort of like, all right, they start off okay, and then they just get real dopey. And that's when I was like, wait, these dopey ones are the most fun I'm having out of all the Bond movies. So I'll I let mean, you yeah. continue your thoughts. I'm sorry. I, no, no, no. I mean, it's it, that's actually what I'm talking about. Really. It's, like, it's, it's like watching Airplane or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's not – you can't even grade it. Like, I don't want to say, oh, I gave I gave Casino Royale an A, so I gave this one whatever. You know, I mean, they're completely yeah. different animals. You can't yeah. even – like it's like completely – you know, like different genres of movies, but yeah, they're playing the same guys. So like it's Bond movies, but like they're, they're totally not. Yeah, it's in, in the same name world. only. Really. Yeah, I don't even know, but you're right. As far as like sitting down and enjoying a movie, I you know it's fun. I enjoyed it. I don't know whatever grade you give a movie that you enjoy, but there are definitely flaws and just uh, like yeah. what the hell is this all about? Yeah, What's there. The, I guess I can look past the flaws of of this Roger Moore movie than I could No Time to Die because I feel like those movies should should be paying attention more to plot holes whereas like this one's like a, a webbed hand man that smells like poo eating fish food <laughs> um, <laughs> t- like ranting and raving about how he wants to destroy humanity so he can live <clears throat> under the ocean you know yeah I mean it makes like it's I'm willing stupid. to like if I can buy into that I can let some of the the weirder elements go you know i'm like well, all right i'm, I'm in so right okay. this is what i learned in, in screenwriting class too and i know i mentioned this probably on many podcasts but like it's all just about sort of the stakes and the you know like the style at the time and the, the movie whatever like it yeah if this happened in a in a craig movie you'd be like this is the dumbest thing i've ever yeah. seen i hate this movie <laughs> You, and, you but might now you're just, and I, I, I would say it. Uh, as, one like, as, as one does. As one does. This one, whatever. Like, it's all just about, like, how you enjoyed it. And it's like the, the, the stakes and the, you know, like, this is fun. It was a fun movie. Goofy Yay. is all hell. Wow, right? Love that. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. I don't know what B whatever B plus I don't know who yeah give it a B plus just for give it a B plus I'll give it a B plus for Jaws Jaws is right (laughs) (laughs) and like that that dress that the girl is wearing at the end that he just dressed her up in for no reason yeah yeah as one does as As one does when when one takes a uh, Russian spy hostage one dresses her in one's ex girlfriend's uh, you know, they were about her size. As one dropped her into the shark tank, you know. <laughs> Can't believe exactly. she needs the plants. That was. That was. All right, that's all I got. I mean, I'll, I could go in. on as one does. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll come in. I'll, I'll come in right. and just uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna um, I'm gonna forfeit my time to dedicate a little bit of it to. Uh, and just kind of enjoying a thing because it's fun. I yeah, my pro, my, I, I give you an A plus for that because that's exactly <laughs> why I like this movie. And I I can I don't know I feel like I can grade it in a way and be like this is the the style of the time. And I like I hadn't seen this movie in you know probably since I was a kid, and uh, I really liked it. Like I I've been trying to uh, 
dash through Dalton a little bit, and who knows when we'll get there if we do. But um, but those movies aren't like really fun. This one was super fun, yeah. so I give it a B plus. All right. Yeah, I agree. The Dalton ones aren't. They're very serious. He was in. So this one is just Roger Moore's in general. I think was just kind of a funny. Apparently, the nicest dude. Right. Like, yeah, I've heard a lot of yeah. things about him about how nice he was. So, yeah, exactly. and he was uh, he was also the ambassador for you know UNICEF for helping children and uh, all that stuff. So, there you go. He did a lot of good things in his time and knighted. See, is Sir Roger? That's right. We never we should be referring to him as Sir Roger more. And, we're all we're not British. Bond's, uh, knighted is probably. I don't think so. Yeah, it's uh, Connery and and Moore were uh, were knighted. I think everybody else not so much. Yeah. <laughs> he has a HMS bouncy as one does. He has something. I'll look it up. I think you got to be pretty pretty cool to be knighted. Yeah, right? you have to you do can... something really great. Right? You got to be at least three Bond movies. Yeah. <laughs> In order to be nice, you had to be three Bond movies or play yeah. Darth Vader. It's or be in the Beatles. So Oh, okay. Yeah. Or play Darth Really? Darth Vader got night. Darth Vader got night. Well, because he did a lot of stuff for children's like traffic right. safety or something in the sixties oh. oh. and seventies. No okay. traffic accidents. Can I right. mention something? A no a, a, a quick knowledge drop so yes, don't please. interrupt. But I was reading the credits at the end, uh, the sexy credits at the, at the end there. And uh <laughs> And I I saw a name I recognized, so I just was like, "Why do I know that name? Why do I know that name?" It was Jeremy Bullock who uh, played Boba Fett. Oh, uh, Boba yeah. Fett, that's right. Yeah. He was like oh. on the um, he was on the submarine or something. You are correct. Oh. Yeah, about that. That's awesome. All right, can can I I have please yeah. please I, John I, Hunt as uh, you have the floor. I uh, I would like to give my thoughts about this movie as one does. Um. I love it. I was swimming in raw sewage. I love it. Um, I think this movie is where Roger Moore came into his own as Bond. They finally figured out how to write a Roger Moore Bond movie in terms of his characterization. Uh, I think he's at ease in the role, especially with a lot of pressure after Man with the Golden Gun for this movie to perform. And it did. It brought Bond back. Uh, I think all of the the Bond elements are there. It, it just turned up a few notches to like a little more ridiculous. And I like ridiculous Bond. I like my serious Bond mm-hmm. too, but I love my fun Bond. Uh, Roger is charming. I think uh, Barbara Bach. Uh, some people kind of like, oh, hey, performance is it. But, you know, she's fine. Um, James! Oh, yeah. James! So I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to give this one an A-. minus. Wow. wow! Like it wow. was, a, it was a revelation to me when I watched this movie last year during, uh, or a year and a half ago, whenever the lockdown was. Uh, when well, I, we were just, Mrs. Elder and I were really like, ah, Roger Moore ones. I don't, know. but they were a lot of fun. It was, it's a good time. I, I recommend this one, Jaws. It's got the all the, like it. I, Derson's already said everything. Clay's already said Sorry. everything. You know, Sorry. I, know I just you change, always go last. I want to change my grading to match yours now, but I'm not going. Well, you don't. You can do whatever you like. It's just, <laughs> like you just edit out that part where you said your first grade. Yeah, just send me an audio file. <laughs> a minus. <laughs> you want me to do a cameo? A minus. 
That's what he does. Yeah. I just, right. I mean, you have to look at it differently. Like I said, it, it's it's. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like the A plus or whatever we gave Casino Royale, and I'm giving this one an A minus. The movies are worlds apart. They're like, I right. like, I know Casino Royale is a better film all around. You know, it's written sure. better, it's acted better, the, the effects are better, all this. Stuff. But in terms of just a sheer good time, and sometimes I just want to have a fun movie. I'm like, okay, yeah, no, the plot is thin, and it is. You only live twice in the ocean instead of you know in space i'm 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 fine with it it's great i love <clears throat> sorry I'm, ch- I'm all choked up you're um, really yeah you're really yeah. into this so, that's all i got to say i, can't, I do like how he is a very thing. good james bond i mean you know like even the things this is like this isn't batman 66 versus christopher nolan this is like he's still very much the archetype of bond he's like Swap with the ladies. He's the gentleman guy. spot. Yeah, the gentleman. He looks I, good I, in a military uniform. He does. In both both scenes where he's wearing military uniforms, he like Mrs. Elder was like, he's wearing the hell out of that that outfit. And I was like, Yeah, he looks good. You could wear that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could pull that. Yeah. Just go down to the Army Navy store and get you a nice Military. Yeah, yeah. A nice. Well, we when we were uh, out in the western part of North Dakota over the summer, um, <clears throat> we went to there was uh, several uh, you know like consignment shops, thrift stores, and stuff. And one of the places had all these like old military uniforms from uh, you know like not from America, you know, from other countries. So maybe I'll head back there to see if they've got a British naval outfit that I can uh, put together for just. Hanging around, yeah, doing if James Bond. Fit, you might have to just wear it around the house. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's just it's not, you know, you can't Look, put this next to. Casino Royale ended with them doing like the, the 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 casino the you know my name as a as a like oh. like a military <laughs> oh it's <laughs> like every time we do one of these podcasts you like you, i don't know you guys probably do the same thing you go on youtube and see like what other people have to say or whatever and they always do like um or any movie they're like you know here's the spy who loved me trailer but done skyfall style and stuff oh, yeah, like that yeah, but yeah, you yeah, could like yeah. do a reverse and take like or you could take it and like kind of make it like make Casino Royale like Spy Who Love Me style and put in a bunch of stingers and like that gunshot <laughs> like the, from the westerns. Pew. Yeah, yeah, right. Like with the 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 ski pole. Like. <laughs> yeah, all right. yeah. It's it's. I mean, sure. I mean, but like I said, like in a way, like it's kind of this movie is iconic because it it spawned like the parody Bond thing that went for decades people made a lot like of money everything from inspector gadget to fucking like sure you know gi joe and fucking cobra and cartoons and every everything everything cartoons yeah. and awesome powers of course of course awesome powers but yeah like they this is what i'm pretty sure this is what mike myers had in mind right i mean like the more movies one especially would. this one as one does yeah. oh he's canadian so he's also Please, uh, hey. please so he's like as one does, uh, eh? To the to the queen, you know. 
Right. I mean, this movie did it perfectly as as it was. You didn't need to parody it. it. It's was. already uh, <laughs> like it, it's already there. Don't watch Austin Powers. Just go watch this. Yeah, I'll say this. I think that you and I feel the same way. Well, actually, I don't know, John. How old were you when you saw this movie? Did you see this movie a thousand times, or did you just? Uh, I'm gonna say I was probably twelve or so when I saw this for the first time. Um, I remember liking it. I like the thing when you're 12 is that like bond movies feel like they're about 18 hours long and they <laughs> so all I would seem just like watch... they all seem like they're the same to me i mean to me yeah. it was you know they uh, just so i would just like watch parts james bond. you know yeah uh, when you get james bond to play james bond yeah when you... <laughs> right I had, yeah i had this great james. book called the films of james bond and i read about this movie a bunch of times and uh Roger Moore turned, uh, I think, 49 while filming this movie. And that was when I was like, oh, he was in his almost 50 and he was playing James Bond. That's not old. Because, you know, when you're a kid, you think anything over the age of 27 is ancient. So that was when I started thinking that maybe 49 wasn't as old as I thought it was. Oh, how about you? Look at you at 12. I'm I'm almost 49. I'm a few years away from 49. I'm like, that's not that old, is it? I'm 49 now. And I'm like, shit, man. You could be playing James Bond. I could be. Maybe I will. Maybe you should. Whenever Maybe I'm I feeling should. like an old man, I always go, but Kirby was in the prime of his life. You know, uh, you started go. doing Fourth World. But well, um, I'm, I'm going to say that uh, I think by the time Roger Moore got to Octopussy, that was when you were like, oh, yeah, now he looks like an old man. Yeah, <laughs> really they aged differently back then, though. You yeah, know they I mean? really did because. Yeah. I mean, he was 57 in his last movie, which is mm. he that is stopped. Old. <laughs> Always when you look at people like in old movies too, they're not like fat at all. You know, like everybody's yeah. fat in America and on TV now. But it's like, oh, right, everybody was clean. No high fructose corn syrup back then. Wow. <laughs> but, but I mean, another, like I think some that, people, and you're like, like, you know, like, well, they know how to train and stuff you know what i mean like they did yeah. go to the gym like i don't think roger moore he probably didn't go to well, the gym I, uh, no i don't think he did i'm actually reading Bond. reading yeah. the making of live and let die that he wrote it's like the live and let die diaries or whatever and it's written by roger moore and he essentially talks about his exercise routine which is you know do a couple sit-ups in the morning and do some squats and, <laughs> and uh, you know walk a mile and a half and i did my work you know it's not like now where it's like you got to eat this kind of food and for seven days a week you're at the gym doing this this and this for 18 hours and you know right. it wasn't wasn't like that back then they're like this guy's 12 not- ounce elbow bends for you just <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so i mean he did he did well for himself let's face it <laughs> yeah i don't know who who's the best bond yeah. or who's the worst, whatever but they're all different and yeah, and you know I think that everybody brings me, something to it, right? Just because, only because John has loved James Bond longer than we have been alive. Like, I think mm-hmm. that when we watch it, we both are seeing it totally through the Austin Powers eyes. And you, if like, if you haven't seen this movie a thousand times and you just watch it now, you're like, oh, it all makes sense. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. One hundred percent. That's that's totally it. You're just like now I see where now I want to watch it again because you know like, I, I almost things he didn't pick up on that are like other James Bond things or whatever. Yeah, I almost feel like Austin Powers wouldn't be as funny now because it's like too on the nose. You know what I mean? Like I almost no, feel like yeah, they're I it's too much. 
I haven't watched it in years. Last year, and they're they they don't age well. There's a lot of '90s ness to it. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't watched them in a long time, and I probably I don't. It's one of those things I don't really have a desire to to watch it, but I feel like the jokes would be almost too ham-fisted at this point, you know. Yeah. But it's almost now, especially after watching this. Now I'm like, let's. It's like too obvious a ripoff of yeah. <laughs> Spy yeah. who loved me, but all right. Anyways, yeah, we've, that's what we think. We've prattled on long enough, yeah, as one does. Giant lair, as, as one, one does. does. <laughs> and uh, yeah, but check out us, all of our other prattlings on. Uh, we've got GI Joe. We've got uh, some. We got a Mike Nesmith episode. We got all kinds of stuff. Check us out, leaguepodcast.com, wherever you get your podcasts. Check us out on YouTube as well. Uh, and yeah, that's it. That's all I got. Yeah, the league will return in for your eyes only. Just kidding. Not. Yeah, that, just wait, kidding. What's the next one? <laughs> we can pick the next Bond film now. Even the if next it's not Bond the next film Bond is film. the next Bond film in the in the series. Or is it? Ding, ding. <laughs> I wish right. we had to put some yakety sax music in there. <laughs> or some Navy style, like, hey, we will return in the league. We'll return. <laughs> God save the queen, and that's one does. <laughs> Nobody does it better. As one does. All right. See Nobody does it better. How does that grab you?